Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday. So it's time for the Win, Lose, or Tie podcast with your host, the styling, profiling, limousine riding, swatch wearing, kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Woo! son of a gun. And he's having a hard time holding down those alligators. Ty King. Yo, yo, yo. It's Friday, baby. Episode number 51. 51. Think about that. That's a lot, man. That's a lot of episodes. I know, man, I don't, I don't really don't, uh, I don't keep anything going very long, whether it be relationships or diets or, uh, you know, my stick to itiveness is not, uh, it's not very good. But I've done 51 episodes of this. That's more than I think anybody would have thought. So, welcome to the Win, Loser, Tie podcast, folks. I'm Win, I'm, I'm Ty. I'm not Win, Loser, Ty. I'm Ty. I'm the host of this uh, podcast. Thanks for joining us. And um, today, man, okay, listen, I got a guest in here today. And, it, and he's one of these guys. He's like, a, he's like a, uh, one of the guys like I wanted on from the beginning. But he's one of those guys that you just don't know how to like attack it, like who he's going to be on as a guest. But I think I've got it figured out, and it's going to be awesome today. And I'm going to introduce him right off the bat. And I want to welcome is my good friend. He, he's a, a tech athlete. He's a, a family man, and he's just man. He's just all around good dude, and I, he'll always be one of my favorite people in the world, Mr. Nick Hanslick. Nick, welcome to Win Lose a Tie. What's up, TK? Yeah, happy to be here, man. Yeah, okay. Yeah, good. I'm excited, nervous, yeah. excited. But. <laughs> well, I will say this to you. Uh, You've been one of the most loyal listeners from the beginning. Like you'll text me like periodically and you're like, that was some, that was a funny ass show or something like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I do like it when I have a guy on that's listened before, you know, it's actually a, been a, so whatever, a fan, not actually a fan, but you know, you know what I mean? I don't think there's, I don't think I have any fans, but a person that listens to the show. No, I'm your fan, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm your fan. That's what I'm saying. I, I fanboy over you every time you come around, man. I like it. But you know what's funny, man, is that we have we have so many good times and good memories, and we're going to get into a lot of that. And so, uh, so get ready. We're going to talk about a lot. You're going to play tied down. Are you ready for that? Oh boy, yeah. I've been thinking about that one all day. Yeah, I know you haven't. But uh, yeah, you're going to play that today. So, but I want to tell the folks uh, if you want to follow the Win Loser Tie podcast, if this is your first time ever listening, like, hey, I'm friends with Nick Hanzik, I want to listen to this. Or, you know, whatever. I'm listening because Nick Hanslick is on. Well, I want to give you a chance right now. On Instagram, follow this podcast, Win, Lose, or Tie. That's T-Y-E. On Facebook, Tie King. I'd rather you follow the Win, Lose, or Tie than Facebook. That's where everything podcast goes down. Also, you can follow on Instagram, LMK Productions 2021. And the reason why I say that is because we're a member of LMK Productions, and that is Mark Youngblood with the Pick 4 podcast, and having said that with Landry Griffith. Landry Griffith. Landry Griffith with the Having Said That with Landry Griffith podcast. We get that correct. And I want to say this right now. Uh, Mark Youngblood released a, a podcast this week on the Pick 4 podcast, So, and it was fantastic. One, it was uh, heated. A little controversial. Some people spouted off some opinions that probably aren't uh, popular. And two, I make one of the dumbest mistakes ever and say one of the dumbest things ever. I'm not going to bring it up on this. Po- it's not my podcast to bring it up, but it's on pick four. So when you get through listening to this one, 
go listen to the last pick four podcast with Mark Youngblood. Um, and I say some, well, I say more than one dumb thing, but, uh, it was a really, really good episode. So you haven't listened to that yet. Have you? I haven't got to that okay, one. Okay. That, that's all right. Um, I will now. <laughs> no, when you said something I mean, stupid, I, 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 I'm listen, definitely going to go I, I listen mean, to it. I, there's nothing, nothing's new about me saying dumb shit. That's why I say dumb. I say dumb things all the time. Like, man, I know what the bottom of my foot tastes like. Like ever since I was like nine, I put my foot in my mouth constantly. You know what I mean? Like it's just, but I've always said this. I'm like, how do you know if it's funny if you don't say it? That's a good point. <laughs> Just, I did the same stuff though. <laughs> See, and we're gonna get into some of that too because you're one of my favorite people. Because I wanna, I just want to say like, mm, let, let me review real quick. I want, I'm trying to jump into your episode real quick. But before that, last week on When There's a Tie, we had the 50th episode, and it was an extravaganza, man. We went, and, and if you've never listened to this show before, after Hanslick's episode here, go back and listen to the last one because then you'll hear what the episodes all about because on the 50th episode i kind of give awards out i call them the ronies i give them i give them out to uh the best moments of the first 50 episodes and we had a really really good time mark landry mark youngblood joined me landry griffith joined me and my boy jamie berryhill my toad my fellow toad he joined me and it was just a lot of fun man we had a so fun man so uh I just really would love for you to go back and listen to that one. If you don't, um, if this is your first time listening to Win, Lose, or Tie, listen to this one, because this one's going to be good, and then go back and listen to the one the week before, because then you'll know everything, like, you'll be in on most of the inside jokes and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Nick Hanslick. Oh, my gosh, my phone. Will you turn that off, please? I know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Can I say this, though, real quick? I, I do need to put out some promos real fast. Next week... And I'm talking about, let me look at my calendar. Okay. But this is your chance to email questions in. We're gonna, I'm going to have questions next week. Get them in by Friday the 14th. Uh, for I'm going to have Jay and Kippy on at the same time. It's going to be siblings episode. So me, my older brother, my older sister, we're going to be on at the same time. If you have questions, email me, email the show, winloserpodcast at gmail.com. It's going to be a fantastic episode. But the reason I want to bring that up. It's because next week's episode will be out on Sunday, not on Friday. It usually comes out on Friday, but that's not going to happen. So we're doing the episode on Saturday night, and I'll release it on Sunday. So there you go. Kippy and Jay, Kippy Buchanan, Jay King, myself, the siblings episode. Let's go. Also, the week after that, don't know if there's going to be a show, but the week after that, the week of Halloween, there will be a show. I'd always do a Halloween show. So... If you want Halloween, if you want to get your Halloween questions in, that's fine. I hate Halloween. You can argue with me about it. That's fine. Uh, email the show, podcast at gmail.com, or send me a direct message. Right, you know how to get a hold of me, if you don't by now. So there you go. All right, Nick Hanslick, my boy. Dude, I got all that out of the way. Dude, okay, first off, thank you so much, because one, I text you at noon today. I said, hey, you want to do the show? So, so it's like late, like this late of notice of in, as anybody I've ever contacted. And you were like, uh, yeah. Dude, all over it. <laughs> so that just, that means more than you know. So to, for you to do that. So I don't know, man. This, it was just awesome that you could do it at the last second. I mean, was I, what, what, did you have any reservations? What else did I have to do? <laughs> I don't know. You 
you've got three kids, <laughs> you got a wife at home. I don't know. Like we had to. Like I said, while. you got me out of bath time. And, <laughs> you know. <laughs> exactly. I was like, so, honey, I've got, yeah. I've got an appointment. Yeah, I, you I, got, can't, I mean, hey, you got to be working late. It. Working late. Tonight. I'm working tonight. Yeah, exactly. You got a bath time. Hey, it's you're interfering interfering with my bath time. I think is what you're t- also. I don't take baths. I'm just playing. Oh, well, I was just going to let you can, finish. If, hey, after we get through, I'm going to get in the bath. You want to help you. I mean. <laughs> Scratched your back before, buddy. <laughs> I want to let everybody know who's talking. It's Nick Hanslick. Now, he's, uh, I met this guy the very first time. I was a teacher, and I was just a 20, late 20-year-old 20 punk teaching TV in a junior high media class, Nick Hanzik was one of my first students. And Nick, you, you it's funny because you reminded me so much of myself. And I, I immediately found out what, why teachers got pissed off at me all the time. Because <laughs> so, you, you are, you, dude, you, you're, a, I think you are just the, the most good-natured person and you love everybody but you're ornery as shit ornery as shit it's a great I'm, description yeah and but to me that's the way i was i think i mean i, I looked at it, i was like dude i can totally relate to you and uh i don't know what it, do you remember like the first time that you ran across me when i was your i was did i teach you in high school or in junior high i think it was junior high yeah it was yeah, junior yeah, high first yeah, yeah, right. i so, think i think it that? was uh do you have any, any eighth memories grade? From, from those times yeah eighth was grade. it eighth yeah yeah oh yeah no i mean you like you said i mean you're you had to have been 20 something yeah, right out of school yeah well i just you got to dark at channel thick, 11 curly yeah. black hair i did man I had, I had the pandemic perm before it was popular yeah. you did <laughs> way before the pandemic you really did <laughs> So just iced down with hairspray or something every day. It didn't move. Damn right. It's so. kind of like Bobby Davis's hair when you try to ice him after a game yeah, and it didn't, didn't move. move. Yeah. Yeah. And I did. Yeah. yeah. That, but that was like the late stages of my great hair. Like it, it, it started to, it was running away. Yeah, it was going, it, it was, was starting to run away. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah. I know. Um, so, but, but so let me, let me say this. So I want to bring up some, some of the junior high memories. What I'm going to do is I'm going to work chronologically. And we're going to talk about some things today. And I want to let the listeners know some of the preview, some of the things we're going to talk about. Uh, you know, junior high, there wasn't a whole lot that went on. But we're going to get into high school days, which we have some really, really funny stories. We're going to talk about hunting that we've done together, which we have some really, really funny stories. You played baseball at Tech. But we're going to talk about you being a college student at Tech and baseball. But... Also, in high school, you're, you're athletic. Uh, you were such a good athlete in high school, too. So we're going to talk about some of that. But college, uh, there's a really, really funny story about when you asked me to be a, a guest speaker in one of your classes. And we're going to talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about, you're going to play tied down, obviously. We're going to talk about you uh, getting married to a person, not person, a, a great woman that's uh, and she's fantastic. Courtney's one of the most. We're going to talk about her being a Baylor graduate, you being a Tech graduate, and a house divided. We're going to talk about you being a father of twins, and then another baby after that. And I mean, dude, and I've got some uh, email questions in. I think I'm going to sprinkle in along the way. It's going to be really, really fun. Are you excited about it? I'm juiced, man. Okay, I have been uh, all day. I mean, I couldn't even hardly get anything done at the office. <laughs> then football practice, and yeah, you did, you I was did thinking about tied down tonight. all this. Yeah, or, uh, well, Campbell did had yeah. football practice tonight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it was so funny, man. When Nick walked in tonight, I just got I got to let this in. Nick goes, 
Yeah, we, we practiced an older team tonight. And Campbell's how old? Five. He'll he's be five. six next yeah. month. Yeah. yeah, so he's... <laughs> yeah, football practice tonight. Nick goes, yeah, he got... He got, we played a practice against an older team. He goes, he got creamed, man. He just got his, he just got crunched. He goes, one of two things is going to happen. He was going to start crying or he was going to get pissed off. And he got pissed off. And I was so happy about that. (laughs) (laughs) He has to start him now. That's exactly right. Toughen his butt up now. Yeah, exactly. So, so man, all right. So you took my media class in, in junior high and I didn't know what I was doing. And I was just like, okay. And, but you know, and, and, it's so hard for me to get mad at you, but I, because you were a, well, you had my mom also at the same time. My mom taught junior high at the same school and you had her for reading in the eighth grade. And I talked to mom tonight and she wants to, she, I was like, mom, I'm Nick Hanslick's coming over. She's like, oh my God, I love him so much. I was like, okay. Oh, you know what? No. If I have to intermittent, my mom has to be over the phone. It has to be with this. Sorry. So, mom, I called mom. I go, hey, mom, Nick Hanslick's coming over tonight. We get another? Yeah. And uh, she goes, oh, my oh my God, I love Nick Hanslick so much. I just love him. Okay, mom, do you have any good stories? Like, do you remember? Like, um, uh, you know, from him? Um, well, that one time that we read the book Night, and then I told him not to ask a particular question about a certain word that was in that book. Okay, so what, so what did he say? Well, he asked me about that word <laughs> in the class. And I was like, well, what was the word? I don't remember, but it was about sex. <laughs> oh, well, I know exactly. Because I, I think I sent that question in when she was on. So, yeah. So whenever y'all reading that book and she said, do not, I don't want anybody to ask about that question. And you had to uh, ask that question. And I don't remember what the word was, but it meant intercourse or something and then of course and she couldn't get mad at you either you know why she couldn't get mad at you very often like really what because she reminded me running her of of, of me <laughs> but you know what she could get mad at me real easy i don't remember mom not getting mad at me for something like that so when she told me she was like well i couldn't get mad at nick because he reminded me of you i was like well damn then you should have gotten really mad at nick <laughs> because he was if he's like me you got mad at me all the time so, that's the first uh, little story that came to mind. And I don't, she couldn't remember the word, and I don't remember the word. It, it doesn't matter, but. Um, well, there was, one, there was one time in her class, we were, we were talking about the um, prefixes, Greek words, oh, yeah, or something yeah, like that. Greek roots, yeah. Greek yeah, roots, yeah. yeah. Which everybody that took her class can remember that. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, what we were, what we were doing, do? we were doing Gino, which means born of. Okay. And yes. so and so I said, raising my hand in the first chair, by the way. Oh, you're a chair A1. A1. Yeah, A1, which is, yeah. That, so, if anybody's had my mom as a student, you know what A1 is. Yeah, it was A1. Yeah. And so I raised my hand. She said, yeah, Nick, what you got? And I said, genitalia. She, I mean, that's what she's talking about. Hundred percent, that's what she's talking about. One hundred percent. That's so funny. So, did you tell you? It was, that, you what, was that eighth grade. Yeah, yeah eighth yeah, grade. Yeah. And she just goes, "Well, Nick, yeah, I believe that works. Well done. <laughs> kept, kept my chair. <laughs> that's a, that's 
That's exactly what she's talking about. So now, folks, you, you, you've understand. Now, if you've never met Nick and you don't know Nick, like people that are listening all over the, uh, I'm, I'm worldwide now. Twenty, just hit twenty five countries. That's all that today. Listening to, I don't know anybody in twenty five countries, but now you know Nick Hansen, like what we're dealing with today. That's why I mean, God, he's just a lovable person because he's just because he'll ask like the reading teacher genitalia. Yeah, does that work? And it does work. Born of. She said or that. Born yeah. with. Whatever. <laughs> Fit. So funny, man. Fit. That is so funny. So um, if we move up to, to high school. And let me uh, and, and let me get my notes here. I made a lot of notes. And uh, so we get to high school. And you take my, my intro class. Okay. I had this class called uh, Intro to Media Technology. And I was happy to have you in my class because you were in there with a bunch of other great kids and you were part of Team Awesome. Oh, yeah. And honestly, it's my favorite class I've ever had, ever. And y'all called yourselves Team Awesome and it was amazing. And I think that's why I'm not going to bring up the Win, Loser, Tie Fantasy Football League right now because I'm 0-5, 0-4. But Courtney Pinkston is in that class and I think... Was she part of Team? I don't know if she was part of Team Awesome, but I think she was. Maybe, but dude, what a great time that was! I mean, just remember, like, honestly, man, my maturity level is probably on y'all's level, and so that's why, like, we had so much fun in that <laughs> class. That we had a great time, and but I had to be. But I think a lot of times y'all didn't act out too much because y'all didn't want to disappoint me, right? Yeah, yeah. Even though I could get pissed sometimes, you did a couple of times. Yeah, which was. It's pretty damn funny watching you get pissed. <laughs> I was like, I was like, dude, come on. I know. <laughs> you're not really that mad. Oh, but maybe sometimes I would get mad. But you're right. I mean, whatever. But uh, so you're in my class, and I love it, man. I love the fact that you were in my class, and you were in there with some other great people that I just absolutely, man, still have relationships with and like uh, friendships with almost all of the people that were in team awesome. And I just loved it. But Nick, dude, you were so damn funny, man in there. And I want to bring up a couple of memories. Okay. And let's just see if it, if it, uh, like, all right. Six flags. Oh, <laughs> so we used to take, uh, Andy Penny was the other instructor and he was awesome. And I love, and he's on my bucket list to get in. And by the way, to get on my, on my show and that's going to happen one day. But, uh, I did text him today. I said, Hey, I'm having Nick Hanzik on. I said, he goes, hey, man, I'm at my son's uh, football game. He goes, but uh, there's, a lot, of, there's a, lot of sto- a lot of ways I could go with this. I'll bring him up. Uh, let me text you back here in a little bit. And he did, and I want to read you some of those. But first, so in that class, we would take our advanced class to Six Flags every summer. And you and I would go to Six Flags, and, man, we would get on the front seat of whatever roller coaster. <laughs> and I'll be like, you're going to pass out? <laughs> So we would ride this the the, the Titan or whatever the, the baddest yeah. roller coaster yeah. in, in in all of Texas or you know whatever at Six Flags. Oh, and I forgot mean, about yeah, this. And I would be like, and you would be so nervous, and we get in, we act like we're from, we're from New York. And I was like, Tom, don't worry about it. All right, it's gonna be so fun. You're gonna have a good time. You're gonna have a really good time on this roller coaster. So everybody's like looking at us. We're making a scene, dude. And we, when the roller coaster pulls back in, like. When you're supposed to get out, you just act like you had passed out. And I was like, he's passed out over here. I don't know if he had a heart attack or what. We got to get this kid out of here. Uh, 
forgot about that, man. You would just you would hold it as long as you could. You'd hold that passed out pose as long as you could, but then you would just start laughing, and then when you get up and we just hop out and yeah. just go go to the next ride. Like right before they like had to yeah. unbuckle me and drag me right. out. I mean, paramedics are probably already on the way. They're yeah, they've already called or something. <laughs> we were talking about in New York accent. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know why we did that either. I, I don't it's stupid, <laughs> but it was so funny. I don't like the heights. I don't know. I don't want to uh, get me off of this thing. <laughs> You're like, get me off of this thing. I'm man. about to pass out, yeah, man. It's, it's I'm about to off. pass out. It's rolling off. You're like, this isn't gonna be good. <laughs> it was so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> I laughed so hard. And what I, I was just, what I was thinking about that today, I was like, oh my gosh, what that was so damn funny. And then. Okay, I do. I got to bring this up though. So we're in line at Six Flags. Oh, I want to remind everybody. I'm the teacher. One of the teacher sponsors. There was like four or five of us in the group. We're in line to because it's hot. It's hot as balls there. Which you, every time you go to Six Flags in the middle of summer, you know, if you don't bring any gold bond, there's a problem with you. Yeah, it's Chafe City, man. Yeah, it's Chafe City. But we're in the line to go like through the Looney Tunes ride, which is indoors, like, but it floats on a river. And it's it's a good a good ride to ride just to cool off because you go oh it's, yeah it's, I'm in the same boat as you guys and then you know you you come around the corner in this little river and then you know Yosemite Sam's there with a pot of gold and he's going Arr, you know are there these little figurines yeah and like you and Brian Matthews would get out and jump up onto the, <laughs> onto the onto the platform where the display is like with the characters like the animatronic characters y'all are like posing for pictures and stuff it's like what am I supposed to do get down <laughs> because to me I'm like it is funny <laughs> <laughs> so god you're reminding me of a bunch yeah. of stupid shit man yeah well okay so that was six flags I just I just jotted down that because it was great. funny but Okay, so what I love is, man, you, you were, man, you're such a good athlete. And, okay, so I looked, I looked up some things, and you're an all-district, first-team all-district baseball player four years in a row at Friendship, which Friendship was a, a pretty large uh, high school in Texas. But one year, you were first-team all-district basketball, football, and baseball and correct me if I'm and also track right because you won the 400 in track did that I think I think I ran at the uh, the district well because that was that was my sophomore year and and Coach Beals uh, was begging me to run track and so I would leave after baseball practice and go over and meet him at the at the track with Coach Black no this was with Beals okay yeah and and he'd have me over right after baseball practice with the lights on at the football stadium running like 200s and 400s yeah and i was like dude this sucks man because <laughs> you're playing baseball yeah i'm right? like i'm already tired and like <laughs> yeah and and like like chewing my rear like yeah he's in, getting after he ass. is okay, in yeah. my ass and i'm like dude <laughs> and and so i went and ran the uh the relays at tech yeah i ran the 400 in the mile relay um at tech and and for not running, I ran. I think I ran like a, a fifty or something, something okay. Yeah. But I ran against Baron Batch. Well, yeah, but that's not fair. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> running back at Tech, and yeah. and I, I mean, I was getting after it and going as good as I can, mm-hmm. and that dude just like whizzed by me. <laughs> and after that, I was like, "Hey, man, yeah, 
I think I'm just gonna yeah, just gonna blame okay, the baseball. So deal. let me let me so let me let me retract then. Well, you, if you ran track, you would have yeah, you'd have been all district in the 400. I think I don't think there was any doubt because you had the rare combination of size, strength, and speed, and you, you used utilized all three of those things in the sports you competed in. But in basketball, when you played. And you stopped playing after your sophomore year, right? Right, yeah. So you played a varsity, but you got the newcomer of the year in the district. <laughs> and you're also like first team out there or something. And dude, I remember doing the games on the radio. And honestly, man, it was just get the ball to hands down low. And you would just muscle people and just bust them up and then just put it up and in. Yeah. And it was like, dude, I loved it because you were one of those guys that you never, and I don't know if this is true. But to me, I'm, I play with a lot of guys like this. They never ask how many fouls they have. Like, they never look over to the bench and go, how many fouls do I have? They look over to the bench and go, how many fouls do I have left? Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what my dad used to tell me. He's like, you got five. Use them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so I did. And that's exactly the way you play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, that's, but did, that's a great man. way to play. I'm like, hey, you've got five. Yeah. Well, and I loved playing basketball. I mean, we, yeah. we probably the most fun was when we had um, – Old Reynolds. I mean, that's what we call him, Old Reynolds. You know, oh one, Jerry, one yeah, Chad. So, we, too. Yeah, right. so we had him freshman year, and it was yeah. like street ball. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we we had to play. Uh, I hope Brian Matthews listens to this and hears yeah. it because we had to play me and B Mad. I'd take the tip. Yeah. And and right before I'd tell him, it was called duck butter. <laughs> so I'd say, hey, duck butter, B. And so he go, I got you. And so I'd tip it to him, and it was just like breakaway layup every time. Yeah. It's, like it's called duck butter. I don't know why we called it duck butter because yeah, awesome. we were, you know, hey, fourteen, bet, and it was funny. But see, the Jerry, Jerry Reynolds probably called it that, like duck butter. But, but yeah, I like that yeah. duck butter. I like that. Yeah, exactly. He probably that's, yeah. That's good. And so, I mean, it was like street ball with, with with old Reynolds, you know. So that was the most fun. <laughs> when I was a freshman, so I played and Jerry. Uh, no, was I was a sophomore. I was played and uh, Noah Ramos was on my team. Noah Ramos is. Great athlete, man. They're one of the greatest, best punters ever played at Friendship, but he was also a really good athlete. And he played on the team with me in, uh, I think it might have been in eighth grade, Jerry Reynolds. And Noah, Noah Ramos is a dark-skinned Hispanic guy. Noah Ramos, okay? Jerry Reynolds just goes, man, you look like you look like an Indian. I'm going to call you Kimo Sabi. Call, everybody called him Kimo. And it was like, damn, dude. Can't do that anymore. No, not anymore. <laughs> but even when I see him now. I don't call him that, but I'm like, dude, you remember what you're, it's like, yeah, man. It's that's just, awesome. But, but Noah Ramos like, dude, it was so awesome. I yeah. Like, was love that nickname. So, dude, it was just like, what? So. Yeah, I loved basketball, but okay. I mean, my sophomore year, we, we were in the playoffs. We were playing Pampa in by district. Yeah. And if we won, you know, we kept going. Right. But if we lost, okay, if we won, we kept going and I missed the Fredericksburg baseball tournament. Right. And if we lost. I got to go to Fredericksburg baseball yeah. tournament, which is the best tournament of the year. Right. That's and so I'm yeah. like texting Tyler, Lions, and Brick, yeah. and all them, and they're just like, dude, you, I mean, you got to lose. Like, <laughs> God, don't. He's like, here, listen. He, you yeah. know, he's like, you can't, y'all can't win this game. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I know. Like, but, but you can't go out there and throw the but, game. Yeah. And I, and I didn't, you know, I never did. Oh. Uh, Always got out there and competed, but in, but, my, in the yeah. back of my mind, I was like, "Dude!" I, and it was a close game. I think we went into overtime, yeah. and I was like, just remember sweating on the bench, going, oh, "If we win, if we, I'm not gonna if be able we to play win, I'm going to miss this baseball tournament." So after that, I was like, "Man, I, I can't." Okay. They run into each yeah. other. I can't do it. 
<laughs> so, but my thing is like, okay, you, you, you quit that, but so, man, dude, you, I mean, football, but which one did you love playing more? I mean, I want to, I know because you played baseball in college. I know that. So I'm going to, I'm, I have a feeling you're going to say baseball, but man, between football and baseball, what's the, where was the love uh, difference on that? Depending on what season it was. Yeah. If it's football season, you love it. But here's the deal. Like, at at Friendship, like back, you know, back, what, I guess it was 15, 20 years ago. That's how, 15 years ago. Over 15 years ago, yeah. Yeah, so it was, I mean, football was king. It's king. And and I started at Friendship in kindergarten. And so growing up, it was like, you were, and that's what's cool about Friendship is like, even when you're in elementary school you're you're a friendship tiger yes you know yeah like coronado monterey they don't have that stuff they're yeah. eagles and yeah every every high is something different they're, yeah they're but elementary at friendship different. i mean yeah. you're yeah. friendship you're tigers tiger. all the way yeah. so you goals, can't wait yeah. like i had to, i remember in fifth grade like i would cut out i would get the um the uh all the little deals they hung out hand out the football games the what like the little Ribbons or Book, the booklet with all the, oh, the players, like the, yeah, like the, like the media guide, media guide, yeah, media guide. So I'd get the media guide and I would cut out the like the studs and put them on my binder and stuff, yeah. you know. <laughs> exactly. So I had, I had like Kendall Brows on there, yeah. you know, DT, yeah, David Thomas, Brian Moore, you know, Patrick oh, Shelby, dude. I'm just, gosh. I mean, I you just brought up Brian Moore, I'm telling okay. you, dude. Do you remember when he would score a touchdown and he would, and he would freaking spin the ball in the end zone? He's just like, and then he'd kind of like. Act like it was okay, hot. He's kind of dance around it. This is such a hot topic for me right now. Brian Moore is. You Senior guys, fantasy league? Dude, I, I mean, I'm being serious right now when I say this. I can't believe you just brought up his name. Okay. He was a stud, man. He was a stud. Okay. And he's okay. even okay. better at and baseball. I want you to know this. Okay, I want you to know this. So, remember back when I did the top 50 football players at Friendship of all time? Okay, We talked about this before the mics were even turned on. But we have not brought up Brian Moore's name. Right. Okay? Brian Moore is in one of my fantasy leagues, and he's been in for years. And he is, and I admittedly, I left him off the top fifty list, and it's not right. He should be in the top fifty. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Okay. But I'm not changing the list. Right. The list is the list. I'm not going back and changing anything. Like even you told me tonight, or like, hey, I'm way underrated on that list. You're number forty. <laughs> right. Brian Moore ain't even on it. Yeah. Okay. So we played each other this week in fantasy football, and it's called Rivalry Week. It's hard for me. Rivalry is a hard word for me to say. And if you beat that, I'm playing Brian Moore. He's my rival in that in that league. And if you beat them, you get to name their team for the week. So when I beat him, name of his team top sixty. You did botch that one, dude. I did. Dude, I did. There's like, there's like but, three guys that are not on the list that should be on the list. Okay? And now, I don't want to hear this, this bullshit about, uh, I, should be, I should be higher on the list, Nick. You're on the list. Okay? <laughs> Let's just go with that. Okay? You're the third guy, on your third guest on the Win, Lose, or Top podcast that's on the top 50 list. Okay? David Thomas, Donnie Hart, and you. So... But the fact that you brought up Brian Moore, Big Bubba Moore, I love him, man. He's such a great dude. And I, he would be a great guest to have on. He would, yeah. yeah. And I play. I played with his brother Jay, uh, another another great athlete. Yeah, I'm, and you know, and, and Bubba Moore was great at baseball too. So, no, he's better at baseball. Yeah, he's a damn good football player. Yeah, he was. He was a damn good football player. And you, <laughs> he's gonna love. But yeah, this. I mean, I, he I, is gonna absolutely love this. So. I, I cut all the pictures out. And, yeah. 
so and, and had them all over the. So to get back to that question, so it's like yeah, it depends on which season you were, but yeah, yeah. growing up, if you grew up in that, because man, when I was a kid, I mean, my dad was the, the head football coach, but not until after, I mean, after I was born, I was born the the last year he was the head coach, so I don't remember that, but we were still in that community, and in and in like everything was in golf. My mom taught there, my dad's best friends were the coaches. And you wanted to, when you grew up, you just wanted to be a football player at friendship. Yeah. If you went to that school from the time you were kindergarten to the time you're, you're like, that's all you thought about. Yeah. I want to be, I a, can't wait. I, be I can't wait to play player. varsity football. You friendship. don't want to be a Dallas Cowboy football player. You don't want to be a, you know, a, a player at university. You wanted to be a football for f- player for friendship first. Yeah. That's the first thing you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's so, true. It is. It's true. But man, but damn, they've got a good baseball program too. We do. So, yeah. Yeah. We really do. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And a so, hell of a coach, man. <clears throat> I love Chad. I Reynolds, love Chad. Man. Chad's one of my, he's one of my dearest friends. I mean, been one of my friends since damn, dude, we've taken trips together when we were in junior high or before. So uh, Chad's one of my, he's the head coach there at friendship. I'd like to have him on the podcast, but I feel like I would just an, ask questions to Chad and he would just go, you bet, man. You bet. Yeah. You bet. You bet. You bet, buddy. You bet. I'm always like, Chad, can you get me a, I would, dude, I want a friendship baseball hat. I fitted. He's like, you bet. Target, man, dude. You're one of the, you're one of the top supporters of all time, man. You bet. I'm like, cool. I wear a size eight. He's like, oh, I don't know if we can get that one, buddy. I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's so damn funny. But, dude, okay, so but, uh, I've spent too much time on this topic, but, man, I don't think people know, like, I, I wanted people to know that you were, that you were, you were the guy, you were the athlete, you were the one, like just that super sophomore group that was you and a bunch of other guys that were really, really good. And that team went to the state semifinals in Texas high school football, which is, if, if you don't know about Texas high school football, which I think most people do, it, it, that's a, damn, that's a big accomplishment, right? I mean, damn, that was so fun. I mean, just to make it there and you beat Alito. And I just saw the other day that like I got a text the other day, Alito hasn't lost a district game in 15 years. I was like, dude, we're one of the last, Friendship was one of the last teams to beat Alito in the playoffs for mm-hmm. a while. So, yeah. That was fun, though, man. Did you realize how, how important that was when you were a sophomore in high school how, that season? Like, did you, did you know? Yeah. And, and honestly, I mean, Tyler and I were talking about this the other day that, that my sophomore, his senior year of football is probably one of the, if not the most memorable you know, sports moment of my whole high school. Yeah. Um, you know, we started off the season playing Bernie in, at the Alamo Dome. Yeah. I mean, that was my first varsity game. And like, they were like in the top that. five in the state. Oh, and they were ranked. And they were massive. Yeah, and we and, were, yeah. they were supposed to stomp us. Yes. And I think their quarterback was like a well, yeah, they, division one prospect. Yeah. They had a, well, they had an offensive lineman that was going to tech. Yeah. Yeah. Their, their kicker was like the one kicker in the country. Yeah. Their, that offensive lineman that was going to, yeah, and it was an ass whipping. And we beat the hell out of him. <laughs> it was an ass whipping. I mean, I mean, it, Tyler had like the passing yard record. Yeah. Brick yeah. and Jabari both had the receiving yeah. yards record. I mean, right. it was stupid. It was a, just a, it was just an, and I mean, that kind of set the tone for that full season. It was crazy, man. And it was there's, so a, fun. there's a great story after, after that game. Yeah, I know. And I know we, I don't think we want to tell it. It's your show. No, it's not. Well, I mean, I'm just I here. Know, I don't know what I'm just story trying to give tell. you content. No, dude, you tell it because I don't know what I guess I don't know which story that is. Tell yeah, it. It's arguably one of the greatest Bobby Davis stories of all time. Oh yes, and well, I, I feel like to, and I feel like the yes. it's past the. You tell know. me. Oh yeah, it's time to tell it. 
Oh, everybody. I think everybody's heard it. No, no, we haven't heard it. I'm gonna bring it I think the statute yeah. of limitations is over. No, so. it is over. Yes, absolutely. I want okay, you to so, talk to that, Mike. I don't want to miss a word. So, after after the game, after we okay, won. Wait, wait, wait. Before you, before, I want to let everybody know that, that doesn't know, because not everybody that listens with the friendship or anything. Uh, Bobby Davis is the head coach at Friendship High School, where Nick and I went to school. And Bobby Davis is the legend. He is the, I mean, he is the quintessential high school football coach. Even like stereotypical, nearly, but he is. But everybody loves him. He's the hero of the program. He is the. I mean, he's the goat. He's the goat. He is the goat. Bobby Davis is. And and if you didn't want to play for him, then you didn't want to play football. Right. Right. And uh, he's, he's getting up in his years. This was his last season. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he retired after this season. So yeah. This is his last season, right? So okay. Now, friendship has just won this big game, first game of the year at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. Against Bernie, they've beaten him. It's like, I'll, I'll let you pick it up. Yeah, so we uh, – the next morning after the game, I mean, Wampler and I were um, – Aaron Wampler. Yeah. Were roommates. And, dude, we were beat. I mean, we were 15 years old. And yeah. so, you know, we were ecstatic, happy we won, but worn out. So we went back to the hotel, went to bed. We get up the next morning and we go down to breakfast. And, and there's all these dudes with their heads down on the table just, you know – Kind of groggy. Oh, right. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, some of the seniors and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, what? what's going on? Like, did y'all not sleep last night? Like, I didn't know. Yeah. And it turns out they just went out and got absolutely lit yeah. at the on the Riverwalk. <laughs> so we're at practice the next Monday. This is fantastic. Yeah. And after practice, Bobby pulls us all together and and he goes, Boys, there's been some rumors going around that there was a all-night drinking party with some of the cheerleaders. And I'm sitting there going, gosh, damn it. Like, we're going to be in the stands. Like, yeah. we're going to go to the tire track. Yeah. This man is going to murder us. Yeah, it's not going to be good. I didn't yeah. even – I, I wasn't <laughs> even there. I missed out on the whole thing, and I'm going to get crushed. For this, uh, and everybody, right, at least I could have been a part of it. Oh, <laughs> and, and, and and Bobby, I mean, he there. It was no joke. Like we we were the most uh, in shape football team in the state. I, I I don't disagree with that because he would absolutely crush us. Yeah, and so I, I mean, everybody's head just pulling tires. If nobody wants what pulling tires is, my God. Yeah, they fill up with dirt. And it just gets yeah, heavier. Yeah, look it up. Jeez. Yeah. No high school. In All the, the stuff Bobby did, that. you you could not do the, that today. Yeah, no, like, I mean, you got not. rhabdo and everything the, else. I never seen more people throw up in my entire life. Even at a like a at a at the biggest kegger in my life I've ever been to in all of my lives, all of my life, and all the lives that I've ever lived. <laughs> I said lives. Yeah, I've not seen more people throw up than I do at when the you, Friendship when, when Tiger Track pulling, when you're pulling tires at Friendship Tiger yeah, yes, or Tiger at, Camp at, at when Tiger we used camp. to have it. Yep. Two weeks of just straight. Pulling tires is not fun. Hell. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. So yeah. So, so everybody, everybody's sitting there. I mean, heads down. Just everybody yeah. knows what's coming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he goes, now, some of the the principals are gonna call y'all in and interview some of y'all. And I only got one thing to say to you boys. And we're like, he goes, deny, deny, deny. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you know, everybody just, that's exactly what happened. Everybody's clapping. We're like, oh, he's not going to kill us. Yeah. Uh, oh, was, that's was, so funny, dude. Oh, it's so Bobby, too. It's it is. It's fantastic. A, it is the most, but man, 
damn, you just damn near didn't want to get in trouble because of him. I mean, I mean, you know, that's the reason why you wouldn't get in trouble because if you got caught, it was going to be hell. And so, but you know what? He knew he was like, dude, this is my, he probably knew this is my last year, and it's probably the, one of the best chance I have to win. Yeah, he was probably like, listen. Well, he he so always to deny, deny, yeah, <laughs> and he always had your back. Oh, you know, yeah. you, there was oh, no yeah. doubt. Even if you messed up, he would be like, "All right, listen, here's what we're gonna do." Yeah, I mean, damn, he's yelled at me before, and I stopped playing football when I was a uh, after my freshman year because I had heart surgery, but I was still a part of the team. Dude, he's yelled at me before, and I'm not even playing on the sidelines. And yeah. he's yelled, he looked at me and goes, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I don't know. I'm just I, I don't even have pads on." Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You drop another ball, I'm going to move you to yeah. right guard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just love him, man. He is the best. So, okay. Uh, all right, I got to bring up some high school stories real quick. Dan, this, but I'm so glad you told that story because that's such a good one. Okay, so after your after your sophomore year, you move into the advanced media class. Okay, so this is like this is Penny and I teaching together these classes, and I'll never forget, man. I walk up to y'all, you. And a couple other guys, Brian Matthews and Aaron Wamper, or maybe Tabor. I don't know. I don't know who else was there, but I know you were there. And uh, y'all were editing at this computer. And that's fine. Which that's what you're supposed to do in this class. But I walk up behind you guys, and I just hear y'all, like, y'all recording VOs, like voiceovers, into the microphone. And I'm hearing y'all just say, CNIP. 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 So I'm just standing behind you, like, what is going on? Because it was like you had the microphone, and you would go, CNIP. And you would hand it to the guy next to the CNIP. And then y'all, would, y'all could reverse it and play it forwards, and it's penis. Stupid. What are y'all doing? So what is CNIP? And y'all are like, oh, God. Y'all are like, oh, no, oh, no. I go, no, 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 it's fine. And you're like King. You're no, no. You're you're gonna be mad. I was like, well, I'm not gonna be mad. Just if if we don't put anything over the air, let's just. What is it? And you were like, okay. and I made y'all play it for me, and it's in reverse. So it's like, penis. <laughs> and that's another reason I was like, dude. This is something I would have done. So it's something I would have done when I was y'all's age. I was like, dude, I'm, and I'm, I laughed and I was like, okay, y'all can't do that anymore. <laughs> can't do that anymore. But I was, I walked off and I told Penny, I was like, let me tell you what they're doing. And Penny goes, oh my god, Penny just, but he's Penny's red in his Andy Penny, the other teacher, he's red in his face because he's laughing so hard. <laughs> Just so dumb, dude. Cnip. 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 And it's just you guys being ornery as hell, but we're like, oh gosh. I was like, oh god, please don't do this anymore. I was like, oh my god, please stop. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Okay. Let, let, let me let me just bring up a couple of things real quick that Penny sent in. Speaking of, so this is a good time to, to bring it up. So, uh, oh man! So, I, so I t- <laughs> here's the deal. So, you and Penny were, weren't always like uh, copacetic. Like you guys weren't always like on the same page. I mean, because Penny had a lot of pressure on him because he was the 
he was the face of the media program. And like he had a man, we had a cable channel where everybody could watch, and so he had to be like the safeguard. Yeah. And I was, if you will, like sometimes I was the good guy and he was the bad guy. But damn, you needed a bad guy. And I mean, he's one of the greatest people I know. I oh, swear, great he, guy. he's one of the greatest people I know. Great guy. So I text him. I was like, okay, I need, I need, uh, <laughs> I need Nick Hanzik stories, and I love it because he says, uh, okay. And then like, the the text is like, look, look at it. It's that long. I'm showing it to you right now. Okay. Oh, jeez. Like, okay, the fight song with him sitting in the pot tapping his foot. <laughs> We've had a commercial of everybody humming the fight song, teachers, students, whatever, and it would just cut like real fast. And the fight song was da 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 So, okay. And then uh, Penny said, uh, video himself running around in the snow in his underwear. He goes, and I had to discipline him for that. Here's what's funny about that. Okay, tell me. So, I don't remember who was doing a stand-up, but it was over at the field house. Mm-hmm. And I was with, you know, it, it was probably B-Matt, because B-Matt's yeah. always, you know, you Brian won't, you won't do it. It's an honorary, but he's like, dude, I didn't do it. He won't do it. He'll no, he, get in trouble. He, he, he'll come up with the idea, yeah. and then I was a dumb one that would do it. Yeah, exactly. He'd be like, "Hey, Nick, <laughs> I knew that." Person. He goes, "Hey, you, yeah. you won't streak behind the camera during the stand-up." I was like, "Say I won't." He's like, "You won't do it." I was like, "Okay, all right, I'll do it." And so, um, I knew this was going to come up. I know. And so, so funny. I did. I ran. I ran past it in my underwear. Okay, but when you say a stand-up for the people that don't, uh, that's a reporter standing up in front of the camera, like, reporting like. Live from, but it wasn't live, but just saying like, okay, you know, when you see a reporter doing a story and you see them like out on location, that's what a stand-up is. Yeah. And so you're just running. So I ran past in my underwear <laughs> and of course it got on film, you know? Yeah. And then I get back and I was like, oh, you know, funny. And Brian goes, you won't do it completely naked. <laughs> it's the same deal. Say I won't. <laughs> you won't do it. I said, okay. So next time I did it completely naked. Yeah. Also got on film. Yeah. So we're back at the in the classroom editing whatever. Well, Penny sees it. Yeah. He sees the one in the underwear. Yeah. And and gives it to Mr. Hernandez. The principal. The principal. The, who is still yeah. the principal. Yeah. So he's amazing. Again, Statue of Limitations is over. Yeah. He, yeah. Oh yeah, it's all over. So he calls me in and and I'm thinking he saw the naked one. Yeah. And I'm like, oh jeez, like I'm toast. <laughs> Like, I'm like, I'm going to get suspended for yeah. playing, like, whatever, whatever I'm not gonna it is. Yeah, yeah, this is bad. Yeah. I'm like, dadgummit, Penny. Like, <laughs> and so he's, he's like, kind of giving me the whole spiel. I'm sitting in his office just like, oh, this is not good. My dad's going to kill me. Yeah. And he goes, he's like, I got to send you to, you know, detention, however long it was. I don't remember. Yeah. What. yeah. And, and his final words were, he said. Oh, Penny? No, this is oh, Mr. Hernandez. Mr. Hernandez, the principal. Yeah, yeah he goes. Well, at least you kept your undies on. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> he stopped watching the video. Oh, God. And so so I said, yep, yes, sir, you're right. Yep. I said, hey, uh, 
you think I could get that tape back? Because I've got some some footage on there that I need for like my senior video or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. I need that back. Yeah. He goes, yeah, no problem. I said, I go, you've already seen everything. It's not like I'm, I can hide anything. He goes, <laughs> he goes, yeah, you're right. Here you go. So I went over to the weight room and just like recorded over it, yeah. over the naked one. I yeah. was like, so. Oh God. Well, you know what? I didn't know about the naked one either. I knew. I, I, I only remember the, the the underwear one. Yeah. So, damn, that's hilarious. Oh, I snaked dude. through that one. Okay. Well, that's. <laughs> but I remember Penny and I talking about that, uh, in like in conference like after school. And I'm like, dude. I mean, he can't, like, we can't have that. And he was, Andy was telling me, like, dude, you understand we can't. I was like, dude, I agree with you totally. But as long as you tell him and not. <laughs> so, and I feel so bad, man. Penny had to play the bad guy so many times. He did. He did. Yeah, and he I did. I feel terrible for him. So he says, all right. Uh, Andy says, uh, Nick was one of the best in catchphrase in class. <laughs> dude, and you were. In the game catchphrase, remember we played that game? Oh yeah, dude. Gosh, don't 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 uh, don't anybody come in for a teacher evaluation or a walkthrough or whatever. If it's the day before a holiday, into my class or Penny's class, we're playing catchphrase. Hundred percent, hundred percent. It was so awesome though. every time. Yep, and it was fun. You were good at it. Um, also, he wants to know about this, and I and it, this is a good. I want to know about this too. Football team is on the road, and they're going down to play Abilene Wiley. And y'all stopped off in Snyder, Texas, to eat lunch. Freaking shack. The shack. It's called the shack. The freaking shack, dude. And I've never seen such a thing. I, well, okay. The only time I've seen more people throwing up was people pulling tires. Yeah. On the sideline, at the game, I'm the sideline reporter for the friendship football team, dude. At the game, people are all over the sidelines just throwing up. Like yeah, players, y'all are just puking. What? Ha- I mean, dude, did you know that? I mean, did you know what's bad when you ate it? What happened? Tell me the story. What happened? I, I swear it was the ranch dressing. I mean, because I don't, I don't like ranch. Yeah, even to this day. Hey, my brother Jay, he got sick off of ranch dressing one time. I dude. hate ranch dressing. I just can't do and, it. And to this day, like he is still real, real shaky on getting ranch dressing. Yeah, like, I will. I refuse. Yeah, like I, I can't do it, and so. Uh, I, well, for whatever reason, had it that day. Maybe they they didn't have Italian or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, else. whatever. Yeah. But I remember getting to the game and and playing and and everybody starts just one by one, just starts yakking everywhere. Yeah. And I'm not feeling great, and I'm puking, yeah. and so like ends up being like half the team yes. gets food poisoning, is sick of the game. I mean, hell, we had Clay Lyons playing middle linebacker by the end of the game. <laughs> what? Clay, Clay could play middle linebacker now, but back in the day, was, he could not play middle linebacker. So, Clay, don't let him talk to you like that, Clay. So, hey, Clay, hey, Clay, by the way, said it. I text him today too. So, oh, I know. That's okay, why I had to throw a little of, shade yeah, at you him. You have to get. You have to get after him. I've right got now. to get my shot in yeah. at him now. But, but <clears throat> dude, I went. I went I, home I with my parents. Walk, when I walk across down up and down the sidelines during the game, because I'm doing the game on the radio, and. I had to watch where I walked, man, and people were just, it was just puke everywhere. It was a disaster. It was a disaster. And I mean, damn, dude, what a crazy I went. Man. I went home with my parents puking in a garbage bag oh, all the way back God, to Wolferth. And it was a lot of guys. It was a lot of guys. Throw it up. And then the next Monday, <laughs> Brad, Brad was so pissed, he took all the stickers off of our helmets. Like, <laughs> radio was gone from the locker room. 
<laughs> like name tags were gone because they beat the hell out of us. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, yeah, second, third string players going. Yeah, but because everybody's sick. Yeah, they did. They beat the <coughs> crap out of uh, friendship that or us. Yeah, it was bad. Um, and he wants to know about beating Del Valle fifty nine to nothing. Speaking of, that was at El Paso Del Valle in the playoffs. Remember we we traveled to El Paso. Or we I said we. I wasn't on the team, but all the way to El Paso, and we play this team, and I know you're going to kick their ass. I mean, it's El Paso. We're playing them at home. Clay Lines had three sacks in that game, I think, and caused a fumble. So that ought to tell you. Clay Lines could play football, but I mean, you know. Right. And uh, they would have this, in the end zone, they had this uh, big DV, like on a stake, and every time the... The end of the game was the score was fifty nine to nothing. Friendship beat them, but they would light up this thing in fire, and it was like the big DV, and they're like, "Give it up for that DV defense!" <laughs> like, Dude, y'all just give up like eleven yards on first day. Yeah, <laughs> they were like, because they could, they never were like, uh, were like, shit, we got to do it sometime. Yeah, we got to play it. Yeah, do you remember that game at all? It was cold. It was it was really cold that game. It was cold in the playoffs. And you beat El Paso to value fifty nine. Well, that's how, that's how funny it was when we'd get to area round because everybody knew it. it was like we're gonna. Smoke whatever El Paso team we play, <laughs> and the coaches, you know, try to keep you like motivated for the game. Mm-hmm. And so every year, it was this is the best El Paso team we've seen in years. years. Yeah, you oh, know, yeah. We, we got this. They got yeah. this. And we're like, dude, we're about to put seventy on their asses. Exactly, dude. Every year during on the radio, I would just go because it's the second round of the playoffs usually, and so we're closing in on Thanksgiving. And I would say this comparison every year and. I got some good responses out of it. Like people were like, "Damn, that's pretty good. And it's pretty funny." I was like, "Dude, every year you get your family together for Thanksgiving. You got that one weird aunt or somebody that brings over that green Jello salad, and you're like, mm. and it looks good, but it's not good. Like that's exactly what an El Paso football team is like. It's like when they get to the playoffs, they're like nine and one, so that record looks good, but they get on the field and it ain't good. Yeah, <laughs> it is not. That good. is true. Yeah, so." Ugh, it was bad. I mean, that, that was a ass with hey, Andy, so that was Andy. Oh, by the way, okay, so we're talking about clay lines. Thank you, Andy, for, for chiming in, by the way. Andy, he loves you. Nick, just want you to know that. I love that guy. Yeah, he is amazing. Okay, clay lines, one of your best friends. And I love clay lines. He graduated with you. And clay was great. He's a farmer now. Yeah, now our, our kids play Soccer and baseball together. So, yeah. yeah, we we have a lot of fun. Yeah, and I love Clay. Man, he's he's an avid listener to the podcast as well. So, shout out to Clay. He said, uh, "Ask Nick for me if he's quit dipping." What does that mean? I don't know what that means. I was like, "Okay, well, I'm going to ask him." So here you am. Here I am asking you: Have you quit dipping? I mean, kind of. <laughs> I mean, I've, it's a it's more of a recreational now. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of on this this Zen stuff. It's like a, just a nicotine pouch. Oh, okay. Um, well, so, I mean, I guess it doesn't have all formaldehyde in it or whatever. <laughs> you know, okay. So the bad chemicals in it. So but, let's get past that. You know, it's his fault anyway that that's, I started. <laughs> that's what he said. He goes, "Well, he's going to say that it's my fault anyway." It is. I, it, he started dipping because of me. Yeah, we'd go because we would go dove hunting. Yeah. After just about every football practice. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking uh, Clay. It's so Texas high school football. Like, dude, you get through a practice and you go dove hunting. Yeah. Like, God, but people watch those movies on the, like, 
And they go, damn, is it really like that? Sometimes you go, yeah, some of that is really real. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You have the shotguns in the back of the truck and yeah. you're like, we got We've been dove hunting several times. Multiple. Yeah. yeah multiple times. Here. Yeah. And I want to talk about that. So I don't, well, do you want to talk about how Clay got you to dip, start dipping? I don't know if you wanted to finish that or not. It's your show, buddy. No, it's your show, buddy. No. You're the guest. This is your show. I'm just it's here. Me. I'm asking, I just want to hear stories, man. I love it. And we're good right now. We're good on time. So you want to tell it? Clay got you to start dipping? Yeah. Tell me. What did he say? <laughs> he just said he's going to say that. What did he say? <laughs> okay. Do you want to know what Clay Line said? Yeah. I'm going to look it up. What did he say? All right, I'm looking at my phone right now. I want you to know this. Um, <laughs> well, here's the deal. I said, Clay, I did text him today. I go, hey, Hanslick's coming over for the podcast tonight. you have anything I, I need to know about? And he goes, Damn, he was on the phone with me today. He didn't say anything about it. Of course I didn't. <laughs> I was like, but yeah, but I didn't ask him to like after noon. So it's not like his fault. Um, he goes, don't forget to ask him if he's quit dipping. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I want to ask him that. He said, well, well hang on a second. He goes, also... After he throws me under the bus for making him start dipping. <laughs> so I'm not going to read the rest of it, but so you are going to throw him under the bus. Right 100%. Why? Tell me. Two-handed. So three, <laughs> why did he make you start dipping? I want to know. Uh, cause, I mean, we that was back when my grandparents had a farm in shallow water. So, yeah. And they had a great place, a little tank with some sunflowers around it. Yeah. And I'd take his little dumbass hunting like after every... <laughs> Every football practice, yeah. even the one he got thrown out of, you know, so we'd go, we'd go dove hunting yeah, yeah, okay. and, and, and we'd sit there and he'd be on scout team defense and I'd be out of receiver and we'd be talking about it. I was like, Hey, like, you want to go today? Yeah. I got the shotgun on the truck. Let's go. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. So we get out there and, 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 he, and he threw a dip in one day. I was like, what? In practice. Yeah, he used yeah. to dip in practice or, or, too. But we, hunting or in practice? Well, it was, at, it was when we were out hunting. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, and he threw a dip in. I said, give me some of that. <laughs> he's like, all right. And, uh, and first I asked, I was like, what are you doing? He's like, no, dude, it's the best. You know, yeah. like you, you need to try it. Yeah. Like it'll give you a buzz, all this stuff. I'm like, yeah. I did. I mean, it looks and smells terrible. Yeah. Like this is awful. Why would you do that? Yeah. You yeah. Do it. And, and he was like, just try it, man. You know, pussy. You know, <laughs> that whole conversation. Yeah. yeah no. And, and so I was like, all right. Or, you know, you yeah. won't, you won't do it. Did yeah, you I'm throw gonna... up? No. Oh my God. I wish I would have. I'm going to be doing it. <laughs> you know, 15 years was later. Was it like, uh, like a red dog or was it like Copenhagen or was it like skull? I was, like, at the time, I think it was grizzly mint. Oh, grizzly. Even, yeah, even better. Grizzly then, so it was grizzly. Yeah. So, so then it got to the point where I was like, all right, I'll only dip when we go hunting. Yeah. Then we started going hunting every day. <laughs> so. That's so funny, dude. Yeah, it's that Clay. Is so funny. Clay's fault. I love it so much, man. So, um, <laughs> and that leads me into the next question. So, I want to talk about hunting right now for me and you. Um, and, and Clay, to continue his text message, because this will lead right into hunting. He said, after he throws me under the bus... For making him start dipping, ask him if he ever had to emergency call me to bring him a can of snuff while he was stranded at home watching the kids. He did. 
Yeah, he did do that. Courtney was. You did. You had to call him. Emergency call. Yeah, I mean, Courtney was gone. I, I, working. I don't know where she was, but I, I was at home. The, the twins were little, like babies. Couldn't yeah. move. And we're going to talk about twins here in a minute, so don't, don't and spoil so, that. Yeah. I was out of snuff and I was watching the kids by myself. I was yeah. like, this is not going to work. <laughs> so I, I called Clay and I said, hey, man, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, nothing. What? And I said, I need you to go to the store and get me a can of snuff. Like, mm-hmm. I'm here by myself with the kids. I can't leave. I'm stuck. I, I need you to come through for me, buddy. Yeah. And did he, he? He did. He came through in the college. He did. Okay. He came Man, through. I, I think it. he stayed and watched. I think there was a football game going. I think yeah. he just hung out and watched Man, the game, Clay too. Man, he's a good dude. Yeah, Clay But he also yeah. wants me to ask you, because when we're bringing up hunting, um, he goes, does, does, ask Nick if he remembers that time that Al shot him at Muleshoe dove hunting. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> you don't, because I was there. I remember. You remember? Yeah, did remember. he? Did he, he do did it? He did shoot you. Yeah, he did He probably did. Yeah. He probably did. And he remembers that. So The one time. That's the thing, though, is he says the one time, because we, we went every day. I know. So. <laughs> but he remembers that time. Of course he does. We all went up there, man. You, me, uh, Clay. I don't know. There's a couple other guys, maybe. Did Big Country go on that one? Maybe Big Country went. B-Mount B- was there. Yeah, B-Mount. But, but um, that picture that you sent me today, we were, we were dove hunting that day. Yeah. That wasn't that day, though, I don't think. We but didn't shoot a single bird that day. That day that you took a picture? Yeah, yeah not a single picture? bird. Not a single bird? No. That is the day that I was in a little, like, a little in, in between some mesquite trees. I was like, it's just a little covered spot. And... Big Country, who you call Big Country, Mason Walters, who at the time was 6'7 to 60. He's a large human being, recruited for all over the nation for being an offensive lineman. He's a big, strong, badass dude. He turned the corner. I, didn't, I couldn't see anybody coming. He turned the corner and looked at me, and he had a mouthful of chaw and a shotgun, and he goes, you getting anything? <laughs> And I went, my God, I'm as scared as I've ever been right now. Do you remember when he walked up and he was palming two boxes of shotgun shells in yeah, one hand? Exactly. I was like, dude, you can do that. Didn't you pepper his ass that day too? No, I didn't. Never. I've never. I would never pepper. I anybody. think you. Somebody. Okay, someone well, did. Maybe somebody did. I bet it was you. Okay. No, I, I think you well, did. It could have been because you know what my nickname is. Tie three shots and a cuss word king. Yeah, and it still holds true. I cannot hit a damn thing. And I'll never forget one day we went out after a football practice. Y'all asked me, hey, come hunting with us. And it was just like 15 minutes outside of town. And it's me, you, and Seth Nagy, and Clay Lines, and maybe another. But Seth was there. And Seth is shooting with a single shot shotgun. Like, that's the that's the shotgun he had. And Daggy didn't even know what a dove was. Yeah, and he's out there. He's knocking them down, left and right. I'm just looking over. I'm going, who do you think He was you shooting are? like yellow-breasted field larks. He was <laughs> shooting doves. Everything that moved, he was like, boom, yeah. got him. Boom, got him. It was fine. He was shooting yeah. at it. So, but, but... Okay, I can't decide. Okay, let's stick with hunting for real quick. I'm going to get back to Seth Nagy real quick in, in just a minute. But so I want to let everybody know this. So, Nick, you have a, your family has a lease outside of, uh, you know, our south of, of Lubbock. Yeah, down a post. Yeah. And you're like, hey, man, you want to go shoot some pigs with me? I got, a, I got a deer blind set up and all this. I was like, fuck yeah, dude, that sounds great. So you and I go, and I think it's the beginning of February. I know. Well, I know it was in February for sure, and it's one of the coldest days of the year, right? And dude, you pick me up, 
at my house and I drive with you in your truck and we get down there. And it's great, man. Before the sun comes up, we get in the, and it's freezing, right? It is freezing. So I don't even think I brought a rifle. Did I bring a rifle? No, dude, you brought like a little. No, I brought a 38 special. I have a, like a little pea shooter. It's a 38 revolver. Yeah. And it's a snub nose 38. Uh That's what I brought. I don't know why, but I was like, dude, well, you know, if we get bored, we might can shoot it or something. I don't, I didn't even have a rifle at the time. So we have, you're up there with your rifle and your rifle's badass. And we're sitting there in the blind, dude. And we are there for at least two hours. And I mean, the sun comes up, nothing. And one of the greatest moments I've ever been a part of in my time. And I'm being, and I'm being dead serious. Like one of the top moments of my life, dude. Number one, you have on this, uh, Russian hat. Like it, what people like, what do you think a comrade wears? Like in the Russian army, it's this big fur hat that doesn't come over your ears, right? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sitting in the blind, the, the deer blind with you, and I'm you're wearing that, and I'm freezing, you're freezing, but I'm dude, I'm toughing it out. I'm like, fuck, this is gonna be. We're gonna see some deer. We're gonna see some pigs here before too long. And you just look over at me, dead in the eye, and I looked at you, and you go, "Hey, man." What do I have frozen snot coming out of my nose? And you did. And I went, yes, yes, you do. And you just cracked a smile and you go, so do you. (laughs) (laughs) It was so cold. I do have frozen snot coming out of my nose. It was so cold. (laughs) So I was doing laughs so so thin, dude. We pigs walk come up to the feeder, and I couldn't believe this. I've never been a part of this. Such a, such a such shenanigans. Pigs come up, and you're like, okay, listen, I'm gonna get out of the blind, and I'm gonna sneak up on them with your snub nose thirty eight, and I'm gonna I'm gonna. You look like a, a, a KGB spy, like walking around in the woods with this snub nose thirty eight, like you're about to like. Uh, Kill an oligarch or something, dude. And you're like, dude. Goes, okay. And you told me before you let go. You pick one out, and as soon as you shoot, I'm gonna start shooting. He goes, but let you go. Let me get in my place, dude. And you're walking around, and these pigs are just sitting there. And it was all piglets, by the way. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like ten piglets. But you know what? They're destroying the land, people. Okay, we gotta get them taken care of. So. Dude, you hide behind that little mesquite bush and you looked at me and you gave me like the signal and I was like, all right, I got one picked out. Dude, boom, I shoot. Next thing I know, I mean, you look like Billy the Kid out there. Pow, 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 pow. You're just shooting up. A- <laughs> I was like, what's going on? I got to stop laughing. <laughs> we killed two of them. We did. We did get two of them. <laughs> And I was like, I think you got both of them. And you killed them with a little snub nose 38. That was a legit trip. It was legit. And you know what? After that happened, well, I, I mean, I was like, there's nothing else coming up because I couldn't stop laughing. I'm making noise. And <laughs> so, and you were like, let's get back in the blind. I was like, okay, but I got to take a dump, dude. I'm I was about shit. to say, you lost some socks that day, dude, didn't you? And I was like, dude, but we didn't bring anything. No, I did. I lost a sock that day. You know, I mean, and you know, you know how bad it feels to be hunting in like twenty degree weather 
with your hunting boots on and you have one sock on one foot and not another sock. (laughs) (laughs) It feels terrible. By the way, it feels terrible. So, damn, that was so funny, man. I love that. And and when we were driving home, we're we're not hunters. We're killers. (laughs) Some people hunt. Some people kill. We kill. We just kill. Yeah. And then that was it. Yeah. We were, from that moment on, you and I were just like, dude, what's up, killer? Yeah. Everything is happy birthday. On every, every birthday post on Facebook, whatever, it's happy birthday, killer. Happy birthday, killer. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking dude. Oh, my gosh, man. So... Is that did I tell that story right? No. Do you want to add anything identical. to that? To that well, story? see, I didn't know if you'd if you'd bring up the fact that you had to take a dump. Oh well, dude, why not, dude? It was crazy. I, I mean, that was stuck with me all day. I was like, make sure you bring that up. <laughs> Don't let him go through <laughs> and, and skip that part. <laughs> I I mean, I'm I'm old enough now where it's like, damn, you know, I'll bring up the. I don't have a problem bringing up, you know, man, whatever. I mean, not not everything, but I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, I took a dump out in the woods, and I didn't. We didn't bring any toilet paper. I had to use a sock. That's a, that's called that's being resourceful, if you ask me. I mean, if you really think about that, people should be like, "Damn, dude, talking's one resourceful dude." <laughs> yeah, it's like the smartest decision you could have made. Cause you just stick your hand in there, and you and then you just fold it over. Yeah, dude, you could get two or three good, clean, like yeah. Yeah, especially with tube had, socks. I had big tube socks on. Yeah, I'm right. not wearing ankle socks on my hunting boots. Yeah, what are you crazy? Right, get the whole. You can go elbow deep yes. in those tube socks. Let me ask you this. <laughs> Let me ask you this. So we brought up Seth Daggy earlier. Seth Daggy was a guy that moved in um, his junior year. Uh, your, your yeah, your, yeah, your junior year. Same age as. As Nick Seth is uh, already when he moved into friendship, he already had these offers already uh, as a quarterback. He had some of the uh, as a sophomore, he had some of the biggest offers. Like man, Tech had, Texas Tech had offered him as a quarterback, and he came from a small school and he moved in. And some other big D one schools had offered this kid Seth Daggy, and his name is Daggy D O E G E, and so. It was crazy, man. It, they, they, they moved to Lubbock, and it was the biggest deal because Friendship had just coming off going to the state semifinals. And um, Seth, it, 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 and I know that you and Seth are, are friends, are still good friends, but Seth tore his ACL before the season started. Yeah. In, in, you know, seven on seven or whatever the hell it was. Dude, that had to have been tough. That, that's, that's really tough, by the way. Because, dude... That guy, I, I feel really, 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 really confident. Well, you know what? I'm not even going to say that yet. The first year when he tore his ACL, it was a, it was just a bomb, right, into the whole damn program. Yeah. Do you remember that? I mean, tell me oh, about that. Oh, yeah. I mean, because I, I was backup quarterback my sophomore year to Tyler, mm-hmm. and I'd played quarterback in our class for, you know, since – seventh grade yeah and then i remember brad bringing me in and saying hey we got a chance to get this all-state quarterback from crane yeah and we're gonna move you to receiver kind of like a tight end role and 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 i remember he said this to me i mean obviously not true because i don't think there's anyone close but he's like you're you're the closest we've had to a david thomas since 
since David. I would think that that's true, though. And I was like, like, okay, well, whatever. But hey, you know, as far as the measurables go. And and the deal was, you know, I I was – I'd started at outside linebacker sophomore year, and so I still wanted to play defense. Mm-hmm. You know, it's tough to play linebacker and quarterback. And so I was juiced. Yeah. I was like, we're going to get a stud quarterback coming here. I, I can play both ways. Like, we've already got – we have an all-state running back. Like, this yeah. is legit. Yeah. Like, we've got a shot now. Yes. You know, and we had Clay West at fullback. I mean, yeah. we, it, we were – Yeah, it was a dude. bunch of guys that it was the, – the team was prompt. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. So and and we were and he came in. I guess he came in in the fall because I don't think he I don't think he played seven on seven junior year. Whatever. What did he tear? He tore his ACL he in tore two it, days or something. He tore it in um, in the first scrimmage. Or the scrimmage. It was like right. a yeah inter squad scrimmage. Right to start to seize it off. Yeah. So missed that whole season. And so that you come in to play quarterback, and I'm gonna, I'm going to bring this up, and I don't care if if. if because I think this builds character in a person. You come in to play quarterback, and you, you were the guy that was going to play quarterback if Seth didn't come in. So, but man, a lot of the pressure was put on you, and I was like, "Oh, damn, dude!" So, and it didn't, it, it, dude, it just didn't go right. It didn't go. I mean, tell me, tell me, walk me through that. Like that'd be a terrible time, like for you. I don't remember exactly on your junior year, but I mean, how did that go? Yeah, I mean, junior year was tough. I mean, you come off you come off the sophomore year where you're one game away from state. Yeah, and 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 Tyler just left all state quarterback. All state quarterback, yeah, exactly. Uh, future big leaguer. I mean, mm-hmm. just a, a dude. Mm-hmm. You know, and you follow him, and and then and then you you kind of well, nobody can fill those shoes. No, no you, you can't. And I, and, and I want to just mention this, but just yeah, we don't have to get into depth about this, but. You were the you were the backup. You were the guy that was going to come in. Yeah. So when Seth goes down, what happened? Well, then you get I, I got pushed back into the role, and yeah. and then won our first game against um, um, who was it? The college? Or I don't know. It was, no, it was a Shot Ryder. Ryder. Wichita Falls Ryder. Yeah, in yeah, Shot we, we played now. Wichita yeah. Falls Ryder. Yeah, but it wasn't and, pretty. No, it was it was not it was an ugly win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beat them. And then uh, I think the second game we really came on uh, against Odessa. Okay. And and I had a great game. Yeah. I had, you know, over 200 yards passing, almost 100 yards rushing. And I'm like, yeah. okay, we're starting to figure this out. Like, right, this, right, this, right. this is going good. But in the first half, I, I got a AC sprain in my shoulder. Hard to throw with that. Well, yeah. Okay, but at on, the man. time, I had, I, mean, I didn't know on. what it was. Yeah. You know, later on, like years later, I, I, I would see NFL quarterbacks get it, and they're like four to six weeks. Yeah, I'm like, exactly. Oh, well, well, that's kind of serious then. That makes it sense. Is. It is serious, yeah. But I went in at halftime and just got it wrapped up. Yeah. I mean, I had it. I mean, my right shoulder that's, pad was up by my ear. football for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, up by my ear. Yeah. yeah. And we were throwing fly routes in the yeah. second half. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But, you know, it, it was and, fine. And I remember, like, being on the sidelines, and and Seth, Deggy, like, He's just he's in his jersey and he's just watching this, going, God Almighty, it's just terrible. Yeah, but it wasn't like it was an unsuccessful team. The team went was, I mean, damn, dude's pretty good team. Yeah, I think we got two games away from state or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then the, and then then your senior year, Seth is back. Everything is ready to roll. This team is set up to, I mean, to. I honestly think this team. Is a state championship team, and in seven on seven, was it seven on seven? Or is it practice? Or practice? 
the he first, just that first he the just next, like the did first week before the first game juke yeah. or something and yeah and he tore his ACL again his other one in the other leg yeah. yeah. I don't, dude, sometimes people say like they never forget where they were when. Like my parents, like it's like we never forget where we were when John F. Kennedy died. <laughs> and this is a terrible comparison, but uh, some people never forget where they were during September 11th, and that's those are things that pale in comparison to to this. But dude, it's one of those things that comes to my. I'll never forget, man. I got a phone call from Andy Penny. I'm laying in bed, and it's like nine in the morning, and it goes. Seth Torres ACL is other one, and I went, no, dude, no, no, mm-hmm. no, this can't happen, can't happen, this can't, because he's one of the nicest people in the world, the nicest, yeah, and most caring. He is not cocky about himself. He carries himself the right way, but this happened, and I was just like, oh my god, but that team still, but after, but Seth goes down, this team still had success, yeah. Yeah, we made a deep run to the state semifinals, I think. Or, you know, yeah, I think it was to wait, play Waco. Is that right? Uh, Waco beat us junior year. Alito beat us my senior uh, uh, year. Whatever. But it yeah, was, but yeah. yeah. But, but to another deep run. But my thing is, it's like, dude, that has to test you as a person because you're the guy that's supposed to come in, but you're really wanting to play receiver and linebacker. I mean, do you remember like coming home, like, having bad days? Like, man, going home, like, dude, what the hell is going on? Yeah, I mean, it was tough when you have your mindset on one thing, yeah, and you and you go all through seven on seven, and you're going to camps and everything, and you're like really working hard at one position, and and when you got a guy like Seth under center, you're just yeah. like, dude, Which, this because is because you saw be, how good he was in seven oh. on seven, and, and he's he's and we heads were, and shoulders above anything we've ever had, and we'd gotten to the point where. I mean, we had such connection in seven on seven. We just look at each other yes. and we'd know. And I was, and I was like, for a lot of it, I was and like, was dude, crazy. this is this is going to be so great. Yeah, I know. And so. and then when that goes down, and you got to go back under center and still try to play linebacker, and you're getting you know cheap shotted and cut. I mean, that's what happened my, my junior year against Hereford. I got a high ankle sprain and missed like three games. You know, right. and I'm like, yeah, how are you supposed? To, how do you play quarterback and linebacker when you're getting? You know, cut so, every time. So, so I want to. I want everybody to know this. We talked about how honored you are, and how and CNIP and and you know running naked and getting detention and you know what did you ask my mom? Gino, Gina, genitalia, <laughs> genitalia, all that stuff. I texted Seth Daggy today, and I said, "Hey, man, can you give me a story about Nick Hanslick?" Yeah, because. He's coming over tonight when interviewing for the podcast. Seth says, "Well, I love the podcast, and I'm love that Seth's coming, that Nick's coming over." And he goes, "But I want to tell you this: this is a tech right here. After my first surgery, he was the first one to my house every day, and usually the last one to leave. The dude exemplifies what a good friend and teammate is supposed to be. We are 33 years old now, and he still calls to check on me. So." If you think that Hanslick is just like some ornery dude, that's what Seth said today. And that's pretty impressive, I think. He's a good dude, man. He's, but I think you're a good dude. I mean, that's just what that says to me. And so I look at you right now, and I, <laughs> he's awesome. And Seth coaches now at Ole Miss. And, you know, he's, yeah. a, he, he, he's, he's still in the game, like doing his thing. And the fact that he went on to play at Tech and like be a ball Big Twelve quarterback and never play a game 
at friendship, but he's one of the greatest friendship football players I think that ever played and never played. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty impressive when you go, you're all state sophomore year and you miss junior and senior year, and then you go on and start you still get for, a full scholarship to, yeah, yeah. So, and you, and you start for two or three years at, you know, Big 12 school. Yeah. He's, and you tear it up. He's pretty amazing. Yeah. It's a pretty amazing individual. And for him to say that about you, I think it's pretty amazing as well. So, I, I just want people to know, like, we're, I mean, Seth isn't just some, I mean, uh, uh, Nick isn't some just dude that's uh, causing trouble all the time. If you, if you need Nick, he's going to be there for you. And I promise you that. I know that from experience as well. Uh, Seth also said, uh, we used to go to my grandparents' lake house and just try to kill each other on a hot tub. <laughs> if there's video ev- evidence, uh, people would be, ev- be appalled. <laughs> yeah. <That'd> be- <laughs> I mean, stuff that never needs to surface. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. So, uh, anyway, he also says, uh, I remember almost getting in a fight on every weekend because Nick was running his mouth. So... Also true. Also true. Rose's parking lot. <laughs> but dude, nothing wrong with Seth. Thank you, man. But anyway, dude, you, you're one of the. But so people just don't. I want people to understand that you're not this this dude that's a that squeezes the shit out of your hand when you shake his hand, and just some ornery ass kid. You, you've got a heart in there, and you're pretty fucking awesome to me. You've always been an awesome dude, just like one of the best. So I want you to know that that it's not all about. Uh, being on and getting in trouble. I hope my wife listens to this. <laughs> I hope she does too. <laughs> I hope she does. I hope she does too. I hope she does too. But I want you to know right now. No, that's not it. I always. You know what time that is. It's time to play Tied Down, baby. You are going to play Tied Down. Mr. Nick Hanslick, you are in the Tied Down hot seat right now. People that are listening and they've never listened to this show before, I'll play a little game with all my guests and it's called Tied Down. T-Y-E apostrophe D. Down. And what it is, it's five questions. And the answers could be actual answers. They could be opinions. I don't, but to me, I'm the judge. It's my show and I'm the judge of this, uh, this here game show. And the home version will be coming out soon for Christmas gifts. No, it won't be. There's no, there's no, there's no home version coming out. But so I asked the, the guests five questions, and some of them are timed. Some of them aren't. At the end of the day, if, at the end of five questions, if I think you need a bonus question, I will ask you a bonus question, Nick. And we'll go over the answers after all five questions have been asked, plus the bonus, and then I'll determine whether you've won or not. Okay. You have the, are you ready? Fair, yeah. Okay. But are, did you think about this today? Yeah, dude. I mean, I just gotten like settled in and comfy, and <laughs> now my heart's beating fast again. I'm like, oh, that damn alarm. I know what that means. Okay, well, I want you to know that, uh, let's see. I don't have too many timed questions for you today. I have one, I think. So I'm going to get my clock ready to go. My little uh, timer. Uh, stopwatch. That's fine. All right. What I have... Okay, here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. I will not start the clock after any question, if there needs to be a clock, until after I've read the question. Does that make sense? So, Which I, one's the timed one? I don't, you won't know until I tell you. Okay. All right. Here's your show. Number one. Are, are you ready to be tied down? I'm ready. Okay. All right. So you're officially tied down right now. Number one, what's the best baseball park 
food slash snack? Cracker Jacks. Number two, other than Texas A&M, name two other colleges with the mascot, Aggies. New Mexico State. Um, There's another one. I I didn't start the clock, but I'm going to give you like 15 more seconds. There are are actually three more, but... There's three more? Yeah, but... New Mexico State, something I thought. Think of get the other one pretty quick. Okay, all right. Your answer is New Mexico State, and not another one. Number three. Dang it! I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Okay. Name two actors in the movie Tombstone. Kevin Cosner. And no, Cosner's not in it. Val Kilmer and uh, oh, he's married to Goldie Hawn. What's his name? Kurt Russell. Okay. Number four. What's the second planet from the sun? Mm. Mars. Number five. In when you took the class intro to media in high school, what does WMT mean? WMT. When you're shooting video, what does WMT mean? Should be make it a little more clear. You're shooting an intro. Yeah. When you're shooting video, when you took my class in intro to video, when you're shooting video, I was too busy saying CNIP. I wasn't okay. paying attention. Bonus question: Who's your favorite teacher of all time? Julie King. Okay. Stop the clocks. So here we go. All right. We're going to review right now. Nick, you just played tied down. How do you think you did? How do you think you did? Not great. You don't think you did great? No. Okay. You said, what's the, I asked, what's the best ballpark snack or food? I was going to give you full credit if you said hot dog, but I did put uh, half credit if you put Cracker Jacks. If you said Cracker, you did say Cracker Jacks. Because Cracker Jacks are really underrated, by the way. Hundred percent. But I think hot dog. Dude, you always have to get a hot dog when you go to the ballpark, right? No, no, no. You don't get a hot dog. What? Are no. you kidding me? No, dude. What? Then, dude. Well, what do you do? Do you do nachos? What do you do? Like if that's so you're going, just going to go to the whatever the. the, the I mean the crazy. Go, spe- go I mean I guess at the field and go out there and watch tech baseball. What are you going to get? Whatever's up in the suite. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good answer. Okay. Uh, other than Texas A&M, name two other colleges with the mascot Aggies. Immediately, you said New Mexico State, which is correct. You could have said Utah State, which they are the Aggies. Oh, yeah. 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 Also, I would have expected you to get these, but um, UC Davis and North Carolina AT&T, whatever that is. Well, I was sitting there thinking AT&T is probably one of them, but I couldn't think of what state it was. So, But New Mexico State, I mean, New Mexico State and Utah State is what I was looking for. Yeah. But that's fine. Okay. Okay. Number three, I said, name two actors in the movie Tombstone. Uh, at first, dude, I couldn't believe you did this. You said Kevin Costner. You know why? No, Kevin Costner is the, the actor in Wyatt Earp. Yeah. 
Well, I was sitting there thinking of baseball movie, and I was so I was thinking, yeah, you're still on baseball. What's yeah. your favorite Kevin Cosner baseball movie? Yeah. I was expecting that question all day. That could be a lot of that, damn. That probably was a good question. You know, yeah. So I had that stuck in my what head. What is your all favorite day. Kevin Costner baseball movie? Bull Durham. Okay. All right. So, but you but you said scratch that. You said not Kevin Costner, which is crazy because some people like Avery Benson. When I had him on, he's a big Tombstone guy. Loves the movie Tombstone. Never seen wider. Never seen the other movie. Name Wada. I'm like, dude, you've never seen it? He's like, no. I'm like, dude, really? When Kevin Costner plays Wada, he goes, I have no idea what you're talking about. But I needed two actors from the movie Tombstone, and you did say Val Kilmer, right? Mm-hmm. And you did say Kurt Russell, and that is correct. So you got that one completely correct. What is the second planet from the sun? I think you said Mars. That's the fourth planet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Venus, Venus is the second. So. Yes. Uh, it was Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars. Mars is fourth. Okay, so you got that one wrong. In intro to media, what does WMT stand for? It's, uh, when you're shooting video, you want to shoot three different shots. You want to shoot wide, medium, and tight. Oh. WMT, wide, medium, tight. You got that wrong. Yeah, uh, bonus, know. who's your favorite teacher of all time? You said Julie King. That is correct. And that's a lot of bonus points on that one. Good. Because I was going to be like, dude, if he says me... I'm going to love that, but it's going to be completely wrong. Completely wrong. It's going to be completely wrong. So if I add up all the points here, by the skin of your teeth, you have one tied down today. Like, you That's have won. right. Yes, you have done it. So uh, you, will, you will win today by the skin of your teeth, and you will move on to the next round next time I have you on. Okay. So there you go. Okay. Was it as hard as you thought? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's pretty tough. Yeah, it was. When people, when people were up there like, dude. Like when Jet was on, and, and when Jet was like, dude, I, he, he, he locked up. He locked up. Uh, That's, That's what you happens. That's what happens. You can freaking lock up. If you're listening in your car or in your headphones or whatever, it's easy. You smoke them, and you're yeah, just yelling easy. at dude, the people. Why are you? Like, people are yelling at me, what, what freaking planets? Yeah, they're like, yeah. dude, it's Venus, yeah. Nick. It's Venus. It's Venus, dumbass. Yeah, not C-Dip, but Venus. Yeah, it's funny, Uranus is the only one I can yeah. think of. I was like, it's not but Uranus. That's not, the, that's not the second planet from this. It can't planet, be Uranus. I got to find that. <laughs> I got to come okay. up with a different one. Okay. Man, you go to Texas Tech. All right? So, did, let, me, let me ask you this first, because I don't know this answer. I don't know. Did you have opportunities to go other places to play different sports? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. T- tell me about that. So, did where and, and what? Um. Well, uh, I, I'd had, I, you know, at the, at the time, uh, Lincoln Riley, who's the head coach at USC, was mm-hmm. he was like the recruiting coordinator for this area for tech. Right. And so, you know, they had – For football. For yeah. football, right. Yeah. And so they had been re- recruiting me, and, and Lyle Setensich was the defensive coordinator. And so, you know, I'd gone in and watched film with him and, and, and talked to him. And, and uh, you know, Ryan Acock, who's a good buddy of mine now, was yeah. actually on staff there. It was like a GA – yeah, and so but she was also a damn good football player at Tech. Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so you know, I'd I'd, I'd been talking to them uh, for football, and that was during football season, and 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 I talked to North Texas and guys at UTEP. Uh, Art Browse was at Houston at the time, yeah. and so I I talked to um, yeah. Actually, this was a, it was a really cool deal. Uh, Coach Black set up a call with with Kendall Browse. And so I got to talk to him on the phone when, uh, when I was getting recruited by was he at, U of H. Oh, he, 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 I think he was, uh, was he coaching at Houston? No, I think he was like, uh, cause 
he got into like construction or something oh, yeah, right yeah, after. Yeah. Right. So he was but, doing but that. Art Browse was at Houston. Yeah. Art right. was the head coach at Houston, and so I went down there for a visit, and you know, did kind of all that stuff. Never, mm-hmm. never had you know an official offer or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and and baseball came around, and uh, Trey Whaley and I had played for a guy, and, and on a like a summer league all star team. Yeah. Which a lot of times that's where you get your yeah. I mean that's where you get your exposure or whatever. And and the coach he the next year he was a high school baseball coach and then the next year he got on with U of H for baseball. He was like oh at the, Houston okay yeah so yeah. he was um, um, graduate assistant or volunteer assistant what something like not yeah. graduate assistant volunteer assistant and 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 Whaley and I were headed to U of H we were going to play baseball at Houston. Trey Whaley, love that guy. Oh, I, I was talking to him on the way over here. Really? Yeah. Love Trey Whaley, and man. So, one of the best dudes ever. Yep. And so, I mean, I had the, uh, the U of H decal on my pickup. I mean, the whole thing. I was no going. Oh, shit. I yeah. did not know that. I was going. Yeah. And because I loved that coach, Coach Arguello, like I love that guy. Yeah. And so, and Whaley and I were going to go. Um, And then that's when I was going up and hitting at Tech, and, and, and Chris Richburg was there at the time, and and For the folks that don't know, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, cut it. Chris Richburg is uh, a friendship guy, high school baseball player that played at probably one of the, if not the best high school football, uh, high school uh, baseball player that ever played at friendship. I don't think I'm out of bounds. No, that. I won't disagree with he, that. He or Tyler Lines, maybe. Yeah, I'm not doing a 50, yeah. top 50 list on baseball. I know that. But if, if I was doing one, there'd probably be one, two. Tyler yeah. Hines, Chris Richburg, probably yeah. at the top. Yep. So, uh, and Richburg played at Tech and was all Big Twelve and was a stud at Texas Tech. I mean, he, he he's amazing, and and he's a Wolfworth guy and a friendship guy. So, okay, you're talking to Richburg. Sorry. Yeah. So we had talked back and forth, and I was going and hitting up at Tech with with D Wood, Darren Hayes. He was a Coach Hayes' son. He was an assistant there. Yeah. And that's when they started, you know, talking to me and coming out to games during the season and yeah and. Um, this is your they, senior year in baseball. Is senior right year in baseball. Is this summer or is this in the se- no, in, your, this in the middle of your baseball middle season. of the baseball season? Yeah, and coming out and to you're practice. Like you're, 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 you're yeah, are, I had a good year. Yeah, you're year. damn right, you are. I think you still held a couple of high school records, right? I, th- I think you I held think. a R- RBIs and triples. I think. Yeah, still hold them. Okay, sorry, I don't know what happened. Oh, hold on. Yeah, we're good. All right. I don't know where we where we left off, but um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I did give out Ronies for best technical difficulty, and David Collier got that award. So the next 50 episodes, maybe you will get the award. All right. Know. Yeah, you'll get the Roni for, for best technical difficulty. I don't know where we left off, So, but you're playing – but you got recruited, and you're playing college baseball at Tech, and then I'm asking about your major. Like, you did you major – you majored in business, but you – but you never switched off that. I, like everybody else switches majors. I know that. I kind of did for a semester because I thought I wanted to get into coaching. So I, I switched oh, yeah. over to ESS yeah. for a semester and um, ended up switching back after the semester. And, and like the Spanish and everything that I didn't need yeah. counted as an elective. So my electives were shot. So yeah. then I had to go straight into you know yeah. the bachelor's classes. Well – did you graduate in four four years? Four and a half. Four and a half. Okay. Yeah. I took a, I took some uh, summer courses. So yeah. Well, I graduated in six years. Okay. 
and I got a four-year degree. And I think it's pretty impressive that I went full-time every semester. I was a full-time student every semester. And my dad did not think that was impressive. <laughs> he was paying for school. He was like, how the hell are you going to school full-time? And you didn't even change your major. Like, I didn't even change. I was like, dude, I don't know, Dad, but I'm figuring it out. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to see if I can go to school full-time for like nine years and not get a degree. He's like, the hell you are. <laughs> so... I want you to know that. So don't, I mean. You're like Van Wilder. The kind of, and I, it has, I started to become like Van Wilder towards the end. Although I did graduate. When I did graduate, I was the first, uh, I was the first class, graduating class that in the United Spirit Arena. So that was the first year it was opened. So I'm not telling you how old I am, but it's pretty old. But you were first team all Big 12 academic as an athlete. Like, what the hell? Like, how does that happen? I mean, that dude. Because you played baseball, and then how do you, How the hell does that happen? That's a pretty big honor, I think. Not not second team, not third. Your first team all Big 12 academic. Does that just mean like you just had good grades? That's it? Yeah, and you know, when when like you said, when your parents are – Paying for the majority of school. I mean, yeah. I had a little scholarship, but yeah, but not not yeah for baseball. I, I mean, it's nothing. Yeah, but when your parents are paying for school and your dad has his foot up your ass the whole time, yeah. I mean, you you make your grades. Yeah, exactly. And you know when and I realized I was like you know and I, I wanted I just wanted to play uh, division one ball. Right. I mean, I I wouldn't I wouldn't want to go play pro ball or do any of that. It was yeah. like you know I want to. But you understood what the, what the, what it was. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. You know, I was like, I'm going to have to get a degree because I'm going to have to go to work someday. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so I. Which you know, I think I was, a lot of baseball players don't get that. Because right. They, I think. Yeah. Man, which I think a lot of high uh, college athletes don't get that. Yeah. But it's good to know if you know what. You better, Jesus man, you better get it. Better get that education. Yeah, you got to go to class. And and, and 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 bank on the fact that hey, if I make it, that's great. But I'm probably not going to make it. And the and the resources they have for athletes out there, there's there's no reason why any athlete should ever fail, ever. Thank you. It's because ridiculous. Like when talking to my nephew Jet, he, he ran track at Tech. He's like, dude, I can get tutoring help for any class and anything I want to. Yeah, it's I go to study hall. I'm like, damn, if when I went to tech, I'm gonna tell you what my study hall was. My study hall was at Midnight Rodeo. And I'm going <laughs> like, dude, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, I'm trying not to uh I'm trying not to take too many uh fireball shots during my study hall. There's I didn't have a study hall. That, but, that's why it just blows my mind when, when yeah. athletes fail and can't play. I was I like, dude, you, you there's the Marsha Sharp Center. You go over there and you say, Hey, I'm struggling in Whatever. And they Whatever go, it is. Boom. Tutor. Yeah. Tutor. And they come help you. Yes. Yes. I mean, Damn, you man. have to try to, you have to try to feel. You know what? I, that would be so awesome if I had that right now, like just for any part of my life. I'd be like, damn, dude. Yeah. If you could just get a tutor for yeah, anything. It's like, dude, I'm, like, I need I a man. tutor for parenting. Yeah. Exactly. I need to, I'm struggling with my dating life right now. Go to the Marshall Sharp Center. There's a tutor right there. Yeah. Hey, and she's smoking hot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's like, Ty, yeah. I'm going to help you. Yeah, I'm going to help you so much right now. I'm like, dude, okay, this is badass. Yeah. But so, dude, that's amazing that you had access to that stuff and, and all that. I want to say this. Uh, David Collier did want me to ask. 
because he knew. Do you remember the team and the pitcher that you hit your first home run off of in Tex- at, at Texas Tech? I couldn't tell you the pitcher, but it was UNLV. Yes, it was UNLV, and I knew, and I knew that. It was UNLV. It was a pinch hit, and it was yeah, back-to-back. pinch hit and hit it over the center field wall. Back-to-back yeah, back with Jeremy Mayo. Oh, really? So he back back home runs? Yeah. yeah. Trent Fuller was the pitcher, by the way. Trent Fuller. I don't know who he is, but his name was Trent Fuller. I hope he was a big leaguer. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my first hit was off um, – um, it was at, it was against A&M at home. And um, what's his name? Brooks. He played in the big leagues. He might still be in the big leagues. No kidding. I think of his last name. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, dude, the fact that you could step in there and just play – like. Because uh, that, that just is amazing. But, okay, at the, I'm trying to transition here because, well, no, let's talk about college real quick. <laughs> You're still in college. You're taking a class. I don't know what class it was. But I get a phone call from you. And, I mean, we've stayed in regular contact for sure. And But you call me. I'm like, hey, man, when I see your phone pop up on my phone. I'm like, hey, baby, let's go hunting or you know, I don't know what's going on. Answer the phone. You're like, hey, man, can I get you to be a guest speaker in my class? I'm like, uh, what? I'll, I'll let you take it from there. Yeah, it was, it was um, entrepreneurship or something like that. Yeah. Something and like so that. We, were doing a, we were doing a project where you had to pick a business and you had to do a full-blown business model for them. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, like it was kind of marketing, but it was kind of like, like in, in in the whole class, it was let's let's find a problem and then find a solution to solve it. Right. You know, basically. And so we're sitting there with a group, and we have to pick a business. I'm like, dude, I, I've got this. I was like, oh, it was a group project. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. And I said, we're doing Bahama Bucks, and they're like, oh, I mean, all right. I was like, originated in Lubbock, and I happened to be buddies with the chief marketing officer. <laughs> That's what it was. And so they're like, dude, that's that's perfect. That's yeah. perfect. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I'll call him. He'll show up. Yeah. It's gonna be great. Watch. Yeah. You're like, he could, he'll speak yeah. to our class. I go, I'll have him up there, put him on the stool, and you can ask him whatever question he wants. He knows everything. <laughs> I'm like, cause he's the dude that markets this thing. Oh He's the dude. So <laughs> you call me to ask me that? Yeah. Oh, of course I'll do it, but Nick, you know that I don't work here behind my bus. You go, I know that, but dude, you think you could pull it off? I go, well, I could pull it off. There's no doubt about it. Man, I'm going to tell you right now, I walked in to that to that lecture hall. Full was, suit. Yeah, in a full suit. In a yeah, full suit. In a full suit. And I was like, and I, mean, I seen you up at, the, up at the front. You're like, yeah, well, we have a... The chief marketing officer or whatever from Bahama Bucks, and I just walked up there and I, dude, I started. Man, I hope Kippy and Blake don't kill me because I didn't tell them. <laughs> I didn't tell them. I don't work in Bahama Bucks, but I worked there for a long time. Yeah, yeah, and, you knew uh, the ins and outs. Family everything. business. Yeah, I mean, but, but I who like, else was gonna? My, I was like, I help my, my all over Nick out. So I'm sitting there speaking to your class <laughs> in a full. I forgot I was full, full suit. suit. Yeah. Yes. I think you had your glasses on too. I was like, you look, <laughs> you look so smart. I was like, God, this dude. I was like, this is money. This is straight fire right now. <laughs> your group members in your 
Did you get a good grade? I've got an A. Hey, and I, I never told them either. They still think they still tell the same story. We're like, yeah, we got this A because so happened the guy in our group knew the CMO of Bahama Bucks. Oh my god, crushed it too. Then I'll never forget. I think we met like later that afternoon, and we were in a parking lot somewhere. I was like, "Dude, did it go okay?" You were, and it, you were like, "Dude, you were so badass," and we couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> the professor was like. That was such a great presentation. Like that was awesome. I can't, I can't believe you got him in here. I was like, this is nothing. Well, he's really busy. Yeah, I mean, it was. It just so happened to work out. He's all over the country. I got you, son. No, I got your best. <laughs> Greatest clutch move ever. Man, that's so funny, man. Okay, so you're married now, and I want to ask this real quick. Like, when did you meet your wife? His name is Courtney. When did you meet her? And I know it was high school because she went to a school, not friendship. She went to Monterey, which is another school in Lubbock. Did y'all meet then? Yeah, we, we'd met a few times in high school. So we knew, I mean, but y'all didn't date then? No. When did, you, when did the dating start to happen? She knew who I was in high school. Of course she did. Who <laughs> does Exactly. You're, yeah. Uh, no. we, uh, we actually, it was freshman year of college and she, she was in town. It was over Christmas break and we were actually, we were over at, um, Deggie's apartment, Seth and Halliburton. And I can't remember who else lived with him. I think Donnie Corona, but we were over there at, at a kegger. Yeah. So that's what I tell people. You know, that's what I tell my kids. Mom and I met at a kegger. Yeah, at a kegger. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> and th- the way she tells the story is I walked in and she was standing with, a, with a, a few girls and I hugged every one of them, but her. Yeah. It was a boss move because it got dude. her attention. Damn, dude, that yeah. is got her attention. Damn, dude, and you knew that you're like, hey, I'm gonna hug everybody. And watch this, this girl. Watch, watch. this. Damn. So I went over to the K. That is such a strong move. Oh, uh, boss. That is such a strong move. Yeah, man. dude. See, see, th- I'm the tutor for your dating, dude. You're the tutor this is it. Dude. You ask, you should receive right here. Dude, all the girls watch it. You hugged everybody but but Courtney. Yeah. Damn it, that's a that's a and baller move. God, it pissed her off. Oh, that's so awesome. perfect. <laughs> So I go over and I'm filling my cup up at yeah. the keg. She comes over and she sticks her hand out and she goes, I don't think we've met. <laughs> I'm Courtney McMillan. Mm-hmm. And I said, I know who you are. I know exactly who you are. Yeah. Dude, damn. You're seducing me right now. It what the fuck is going on? Fire. Right, okay. It was fire. Yeah. And so y'all met right then. Yeah. And then here's a funny story, though, about that. So, so I was. Yeah. Money all night on the beer pong table. Like I'd be looking at her and shooting and making it. Oh gosh, it's like no like, look shot. I was like, this is I am at an all time right now. Yes. Well, she goes to the bathroom. Well, I follow her over there. I'm like, I'm going to talk to her when she gets out. Well, Halliburton, one of my best friends, Ryan Halliburton, who went to friendship with you. Yeah. And, and, played football tech. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He goes too. And I go, the hell are you doing? Goes, I'm going to talk to her. <laughs> I said, I said, bullshit. Yeah. And he goes, rock, paper, scissors? I said, sure. So we did a rock, paper, scissors. I beat him. He goes, all right. Gave me a nux and walked out. Get out of here. I swear. That is amazing. Yeah. And so when she walked out, you were like, dude, you were like, hey, I got this? Walked out and I started, I mean, being a cocky ass probably. Yeah. And, and she was putting me in my place. I was like, yeah. yeah. That's how you like it. Yeah. I like this. She does put you in your place. She and does. I do love that. And I need it. Yeah. I need that. 
stupid, but I do love that about her. And she is, dude, she's one of the, she's one of the more like amazing people because she's married to you. That's why. hundred percent. hundred percent. It's like the only reason, but no, but that's not the only reason I'm just playing, but she is truly amazing. And so y'all dated and this is why you're in college, mm-hmm. but you're going to tech and she's not going to tech. Tell the people what she's doing. No, she was a cheerleader at Baylor. And that's when they were good. I mean, they was like Robert Griffin and like women's basketballs winning natties and yeah. football teams on fire. Browse is there. I mean, okay. probably the greatest time to be at and, Baylor And you're ever. dating her. Yeah. How does that work, man? So, I mean, how many, like, well, you know what? Just you guys being that far apart, because Waco is what? Uh, five hours. Five hour drive. How does that work? How did y'all make that work? A five hour relationship that's five hours away. Well, it was. It was and, and, and nothing to do with Tech and Baylor right now. Yeah. Just, just as far as a long distance relationship goes, how did you guys make that work? So in the fall, during you know the off season for baseball, I right. I just buzz down there on the spend the weekend, right, and then come back yeah. Sunday yeah. evening and go to class on Monday. Not a problem. And then during the spring season. Mm-hmm. She would come to Lubbock pretty often because she's, you know, she's from here, so she'd come yeah. and see her well, family. Have, and, yeah, that's a, you're right about that. So you know, she could come up here, and, and it's not that big. Yeah, of a deal. but there, there was multiple times that I would leave after baseball practice on Friday, uh-huh. buzz down to Waco, get there at like midnight Friday night, spend Saturday, and then leave at noon on Sunday and drive back to yeah. make or it depended on what time practice was on Sunday. Yeah. Damn, and then you get to make it back. Yeah, you got to be bad. I just drive straight that, to the yeah, that, straight that, to the ballpark. Do you, you think that made y'all's relationship stronger, or did you? What, was it a strain? Like, I don't know. I'm it was. Asking, I'm in, I mean, I don't really like talking on the phone. Yeah, and you kind of have to talk on the phone if you're long distance. Yeah, that's for sure. And so, um, but but we also got to both experience and uh, have fun in college. You know, we didn't. We weren't just didn't feel like we were really tied down. down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And in course, like going out and like being with other people, just, right. just you know, you, yeah, you, you weren't tied down to like, hey, uh, Nick is doesn't want to go out tonight. He's sick on the couch or does has a headache. Courtney didn't ever have to deal with that, right? Or vice versa. And, and I think it, when you're that far apart, I mean, it builds a lot of trust too, for sure. So I oh, mean, yeah, it, it was sure. really built the trust there. And then when she moved, when she graduated, because she graduated before me and moved back to Lubbock. And then, of course, I had my senior year left, and I'm still enjoying college. And well, she's working at Monterey, okay. so she so she's moved back now. She's moved back. She's teaching. She's got a yeah. big girl job. Yeah, I'm just a college doing turd you're doing your thing. And she's like, <laughs> "Hey, dude, <laughs> like, are you in or you out?" And yeah. I was like, "I am having a good time." <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just hit a home run. In against the ULV against you pinch hit by the way yeah yeah you, I mean that's what I would have said by the way but yeah so she uh, it was kind of there but wasn't did really you realize, a, did you ever realize like you know what she's a good one and I when did that happen oh like, yeah I, I, I mean kinda, I, it maybe happened early, way earlier than that I mean but, I knew yeah. pretty early on that it was yeah. like you, you know you should probably not screw this one up. yeah and and I remember talking to Richburg about her too and she was he was like yeah you should probably yeah, not not screw this up. up yeah you know and so i knew pretty early on but yeah. you know i was a, i was a turd thought i was you know 
Well, she ain't going anywhere. She, you know, she's not leaving me kind of deal. Yeah. And so I kind of thought I could do what I want and, you know, go out when I wanted and, yeah. you know, not talk to her for a day or two if I didn't want to. Kind of one of those things. Yeah. And then, but, but she, you know, that girl will put her thumb down on me. Yeah. Which that's what I need. That's exactly right. And so, but, exactly what you need. but my senior year is really where it was like, okay, like there's nobody else. Like this right. is the girl, right? So you, you, you've done the you've done the shopping around, and look, this yeah. is the one. Yeah, you're not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna find anybody else, right? Man, damn! I wish that would happen to me. But she is amazing. Okay, so when did you know that you graduated from college? Okay, she already has a big girl job here in, in Lavac, as you say. When did you know like it was time to ask her? Like the the pop the question did did it hit you like a ton of bricks or was it like a, a general thing like and tell me about the proposal I want to know well I had I don't know anything about it so I'm just saying I uh, I the first job I had out of college was with with Germblast so I was going in like into schools and yeah. hospitals and stuff yeah. and like Germblast not it's a pretty good company to work for I mean honestly yeah they're huge now yeah exactly but huge yeah, yeah. Okay. but like when you got have a four year double major and you're yeah. like <laughs> push it around a, a cart okay. and you've just I been a division one baseball yeah. player and you're like you're saying oh jeez, yeah. this is what it is you know yeah this is what real life is i was okay. like this is yeah. not i should okay. probably I do something else yeah. but i and i told her i was like you know once i get a job that i feel like i can support you on then mm-hmm. that's when i'll propose mm-hmm. and and so then i started working in medical sales and then i was like all right yep yeah i can i can pay for a ring now yeah and so i mean I think she went with me when I walked in to buy the ring. Cause I remember she was, I left her in the car and I came out and was like looking at the diamond in the sun to see like the clarity and all that. And, and so well, she I mean, knew what was, she knew okay, what was well, going wait, on. Wait, wait. Backups. Like, like she's in the truck with you. Yeah. And you're like, Hey, I'm going to stop off at like Zales. No, she picked it no. out. <laughs> I was like, I'm, hey, uh, Courtney, you stay in here. I'm going to go into Zales real quick. And yeah, it, it was one of those, you know, yeah. So okay, she picked it out. So right. she knew it was coming, but, but she didn't know when. I think when, that's smart, though. Yeah, to, to, to let. I think that's smart to let the girl pick out the ring. Damn it! If you if you pick out a ring that she hadn't picked out, you are man. You are really gambling. Hey, and there's some. There's all sorts of different cuts. I mean, if you get the princess yeah. cut and she oh. wants the teardrop or right. whatever it is, yeah, like exactly. You're not. That's not. You're not. Yeah, it, and. The last thing you want is when you go down on a knee and open up that little box or whatever, is that she goes, yes, I want to marry this guy, but damn it, that ring is terrible. That's not the one I picked out. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so you and Courtney, uh, wedding, how was the wedding? The wedding was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, of course, you know, when it's your own wedding, like you don't, it, it just is kind of a blur. Yeah. You don't really remember it. Um, I remember we, we played Oklahoma State that, that day. And got pummeled. Yeah. And, and I remember my groom's room, because um, it was a bunch of, you know, former tech football players and and former baseball players and all my buddies. Oh, your wedding, by the way? Oh, I remember. You're okay. on my wedding video doing some, doing a dance. Oh, am I really? You're in. Okay, it. good. Yeah. All right, go ahead. But in like, in like Chad Bettis, who was a, who was a stud pitcher at tech, yeah, he he's played, in there, uh, played in the big he, leagues. He played... Bigly cap. Yeah. So. And so um there is so much booze in this groom's room. 
And I'm like, I'm not partaking right now. Like, I'm not doing this. Like, this is I before the wedding. Oh yeah. yeah. The, yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to piss her off. Like, I'm going to yeah. do this right. And my groomsmen and and ushers are bombed. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> golly. <laughs> and I remember the wedding planner came in and she goes, and she starts just chewing my ass. Yeah. She's like, Nick, you have to be. You have to be sober to legally get married. I was like, I oh, dude, I hadn't had a touch of this. And she goes, There's like four thirty packs empty, ball of crown empty. I'm like, it's these dumbasses. Like, it's <laughs> not me. My two of my ushers ran across it because it was at the Kent Hans Chapel. Yeah, it they, was, it they, was on, on the campus of yeah, Tech University. On yeah. the campus. And yeah. and what's that bar? Schooners or, or yeah, right across the street. Right yeah, across the street. Schooners. schooners. Two of my ushers ran across the street to schooners during the wedding. <laughs> took shots and ran back and were like stumbling in the in the yard and stumbled in back into the chapel to my baseball teammates says so yeah. i mean yeah. well i want i want the listeners to know that um i've been in 21 weddings 21 like groomsmen or best man i was not in nick's wedding but i was there at your wedding and it was so fun i thought it was hilarious i thought it was awesome yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, it was a good time. So that was fun. And, and, and you know, we were getting smoked by Oklahoma State. And yeah, so, I know. And so, so we had was, a bunch of. It was of, good to like just you know what? Once we saw the score, it was like, dude, let's just turn it off. Well, so just, many drunk people from the game showed up to the reception. <laughs> That's true. It was, just, <laughs> it was a mess. Okay, so you get married to Courtney. I'm I, I'm going to move this along just a little bit. So you get married to Courtney, and then damn it, look, look, how many years did y'all be, were y'all married before you had kids? Uh, three, three years. So, how does that house work? Because the, if all the people I text today, which was like five, they all wanted to know about the house divided. Because Courtney is a Baylor girl, and you are a tech guy. How does that work in the house? Like it, it, on Saturday, like during football, it's a football game, like not Tech versus Baylor, but just a regular football Saturday. How does that go in the house? Tell just I don't know. So before we had kids and we were when we were first married, we, yeah. there was I can't remember what year it was. Uh, it might have been the year before we had the kids, so it'd have been uh, fifteen, two thousand fifteen. So the week of Tech versus Baylor, yeah, we started playing pranks on each other. Oh, that's right. And oh, it, damn! I'm glad you brought that up because she was a teacher at Monterey High School here in Lubbock. Yeah, yeah. and so the okay. first day she. She's in my. I had a little man cave office, whatever. Yeah, and and she put green and gold streamers everywhere, green and gold balloons, just like covered that office all over in your office. And I was like, <laughs> "All right, all right, <laughs> it's on. Let's go. It's on." And so the next day, I did I did something simple, just yeah. like I think I wrote on her car, put like red and black streamers on her car, and yeah. like guns up, wreck them, wreck Baylor. Yeah, you know all this stuff. The next day. She, because she was the cheer sponsor too at Monterey, so she got all of her cheerleaders to. They, they printed out these signs that said like "Rec Tech," yeah, "Go BU," yeah. and they they were on little. She put them on little sticks, yeah. and she stuck them in our front yard. There was like a hundred and fifty of them in our front like yard. Yard signs, yes, little bitty Shut yard signs, up, dude, in our front yard. I was oh like, my "Are you god. kidding me?" Oh my god! And so, <laughs> oh no! And I was like, I was like, "You are toast." Yeah. And so I called Scott Lacefield. He was our um, um, media director yeah, guy yeah, or whatever. For baseball. Yeah. 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 I Absolutely. called him. Yeah. I said, He's good right. dude. Yeah. I said, I need a contact for Raider Red. The mascot. 
the red, red, the mascot, the guy that looks like Yosemite Sam for the people that are listening that don't know. Yeah. The big red, red, mascot, the guy that walks around and he goes, all right, I got you. I said, all right. So he gets me a uh, Bruce bills. I think he's still there. And, uh, I think he's headed cheer. Oh, and, which, yeah. Which they won national championships. Oh yeah. And stuff. Dude, he's amazing. And yeah. great dude. And, yeah. and I said, here's what I need to do. Yeah. I said, I need Raider Red to show up to my wife's classroom, <laughs> and I'm gonna have fl- red flowers. He can hand her red flowers. Yeah, and he's like done. And I was like, so I, I sneaked Courtney's phone and got her principal's cell phone number. Mm-hmm. Called him, said, "Hey, Perk, mm-hmm. here's what I'm gonna do." And because the whole thing, like everybody was like texting, going like, "What's going to happen next?" Like yeah. people got really got into it. Yeah, I, I was like, "This." It was a big battle all week. Yeah, I was like, yeah, "I'm going to blow this, this yeah. up." Yeah. So I called him. I was like, "Here's what I'm going to do." He goes, yeah. "Perfect." He goes, "I'll help you." I was like, "Love, <laughs> love it." So I meet this this student over at Monterey, and he's got the big bag with the whole Raider Red outfit. Yeah, we go to the principal's office. He goes back in like the his office and changes into it. Wait, so it was the principal that got in the, the Oh, suit? yeah. No, 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 no. The student. The student. The, 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 actual, student, the, the actual mascot, mascot guy. For, for, well, I mean, they've got like three or four yeah, or whatever. the mascot for the high school got in the student. No, the it was the for, tech one. Okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it was the actual Raider Red dude. But I know it was actual. Okay, all right. The actual uh, yeah. student, tech student, that was the, the mascot. Oh, I got you. Okay. And so I gave I gave Mr. Perky Pilot like a boombox yeah. and had it set to Bluetooth to my phone. So I was going to play the you know, tech fight song. Yeah. And so he goes in her class, like to do like a teacher evaluate, whatever, yeah. you know, kind of sitting in the back, places it on a desk. And then I've got Raider Red behind me. I was like, all right, let's go. So I press play on the boom box and it starts going, duh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> and, she's, and she's sitting there because I've got a video of it. She's sitting there going, Oh my gosh. But she's just thinking like it's playing over the loudspeaker. Right. So she's like, Oh cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well then, I, and then I'm like, all right, go Raider red bust through the door. It just class full blown. Oh, like does the dang. whole, you know, the, the Aaron Rodgers like yeah. pulling, his, pulling the Jersey open and oh, yes. And then goes in there and she's like, you've got to be kidding. Me. <laughs> she goes, she goes, how did you do this? Don't mess with Nick. I was like, Hey, Tommy don't do Topper, don't. don't, don't, don't do it. <laughs> don't poke, so, don't poke so the bear. Amazing, don't poke the bear. Yeah, do not poke the bear. So we had fun that time, but now, I mean, um, with kids now, how do you do that? Like, uh, so your kids are getting like I said tonight earlier. Like you have a like your your boy like had football practice today. I mean, I know it's he's five or could it be six? So yeah, so doesn't understand fully. But how do you? How does that work? You know, like like both of her parents are tech grads. Um, her grandparents are the ones that are that are Baylor Bears, and their sisters both went to Baylor. But I mean, we live in Lubbock, and so she's like fully supportive of tech. Yeah. And so you know, the the kids have more tech stuff than Baylor stuff. Good. Tech's severely, <laughs> severely it's cheaper under yeah. than Baylor. Yes, so it is. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. She's also on board on pushing tech yeah. because... So you are thinking about that already. Yeah, it's <laughs> like we, we can't afford Baylor. But, you know, and they've got a few Baylor things, and, and, yeah. and it's always fun when, when we play each other. Yeah. And, and, and I'll sit there, and I'll watch the Baylor games with her, just, sure. just watch football games. It's like, I'll... I'll 
I'll go for Baylor against anybody but Tech. Right. You know, I, this is, this, you went there and you have and that's that. the smart move because let me, yeah. Let me ask you this. So you guys are married and you're going through all that. Oh, <laughs> that's so funny. And I mean, but then she gets pregnant and when did you find out when it was twins? So we, we were living in Lubbock the first time she got pregnant and, and miscarried that one. And then we'd moved to Waco and, uh, I'd forgotten that you moved to Waco. Yeah. I, I, I moved down there that. for a job. It was, yeah. it was terrible. Right. Uh, but I do remember that. Yeah. But she, uh, um, got pregnant in, in Waco mm-hmm. and, and she had this whole thing planned out. Like she was going to tell me I'd had a terrible day at the office and she's like, let's go do this. Let's go do that. I was like, I don't want to do anything. Yeah. Like it, it I just want to relax. Like I'm pissed off. I, I had yeah. a terrible day. I don't want to do this. And she's just like, come on, come on. Cause she's, she wanting to go up to the spot. We always go and tell me, give me the, whatever, a little yeah. pea stick, whatever you call it. I don't know. The, yeah, the pea stick. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so I know what you mean. So yeah. she, uh, so she had this whole thing planned out and we're, and we're getting in the car and I'm just, I'm being an ass. I'm just, I'm just don't want to go. I'm being an ass. She slams on the brakes in the, in the middle of the street where we were living. And she goes, she's like, if you weren't being such an ass, I was going to take you up there and tell you that I'm pregnant. Oh, and I was like, I'm really sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But so excited. But I'm, but I'm so pumped. I'm now. so pumped. Honey. Yeah. I'm sorry. I ruined oh, your that's surprise. So funny, Nick. Oh my God. You know? Okay. So you found out you're pregnant that uh, y'all are pregnant and that's, then that's huge. That's a, that's a, that's, a, that's a monumental. When did you know that it was twins? Like when did you find out that it was twins? I'll back up a little bit because it was so Chris Richburg, who um, uh, we've talked about before, good buddy of mine. He uh, he was supposed to come down for the Tech Baylor baseball series and stay with us in Waco. And I was like, "Hey, man, your room's ready. Like, come on, we'll have a big time. Like, that'll be great." And um, he sent me a, a sonogram. And he was like, I'm not going to be Wait, able to. Wait, Chris sent you a sonogram? Yeah. This is, I'm backing up a little bit. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm sorry. And, and he goes, uh, sent me a sonogram. I was like, oh, damn, you are pregnant. I go, oh, why does that look weird? And he's like, because it's two. I was like, oh, my oh God. shit, you're having twins. Yeah. <laughs> you giving him, have twins. Giving him oh. a hard time. Yeah, that's right. Two months later, uh-huh. I sent him the same text. So... Our with, 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 the, with, the, with the sonogram of two, yeah, and he goes, "That's what you get, you know. That's what you get." <laughs> and so it's funny now, like our our boy, we both have boy girl twins, right? Fraternal twins, yeah. That's crazy. Is one of your best friends in the world has fraternal twins, boy girl. Which Chris, I'm going to have on. I've already talked to Chris a couple of times. Like, I mean, he's going to be, he's going to come on the show, but he has fraternal twins. And then, dude, how how far apart are they? Dude, two months to the two day. Two months to, to the, the day. day. Like, like his or his or you and and now you have a sonogram that's twins. Yeah. Did you, okay. That are they're fraternal, a boy and a girl. Okay. I, I don't mean to interrupt your story, but I want you to know. I want to ask you, like, because I, I want to know. This is, I think. Just when did you know that it was fraternal? Did you ever know until they until they were born? Or how, when did you find out that that there was it was a boy and a girl? The first sonogram when there's two sacks, two ball sacks. <laughs> no, 
no, the, I'm saying, it's, it's, you, it's like a, it's a, I know, but, but you can see one's a boy and one's a girl. No, you can see. That's all. Well, they can't be identical if they're a boy and a girl, dude. I didn't say anything about identical. I yeah, said, well, if they're when fraternal, did you find out that they were. When did you know they were? Gonna they're be not going to be a boy, a boy and a girl. girl's not going to be the same sack. So you have two gestational sacks. Okay. So you can see that in the sonogram. Okay. Does that mean that there's a boy and a girl? Not necessarily. Okay, that's what I'm asking you. When did you know it's going to be a boy and a girl? When I saw the two gestational sacks, you nut. Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to use Greek roots on you right now. Okay. Gestational sac, but there could be two gestational gest, gestational sacs. Yeah, and when you see the like the little but alien what? thing in there, and each what? one, you're like, okay, there's two, there's two sacs. Okay, they're not identical. Okay, so they could be two non-identical girls or right. boy girl. I, I get that. I've had plenty of parents. I've had, I've had Landry Griffith on. He's a twin himself. I've had uh, Casey uh, Smith on. She's had twins. Right. But I'm asking Neither one of them are identical. I'm asking you, when did you know that one was a boy and one was a girl? Okay. Yes, well, that's, that's, not what what you, that's not what you asked the yes, first it time. Is. If you go back and listen, that's what I'm asking you. When did you know one was a boy you and asked, one was a girl? You asked when I found out they're fraternal. No. Okay. Not boy and a girl. Maybe, maybe I'm... Okay. Maybe I'm... Maybe I misrepresented... Uh, or didn't say the right thing. Okay, I'll but, just answer your correct hey, question. Hey, hey, my question is, when did you know that you were having a boy and a girl, but they were twins? Okay. So we already knew we were having twins. <laughs> and, and then we go in. It, it was because you, cause a lot of people, if you just have one, you can do like a blood test mm-hmm. and find out. But with twins, you can't. So you got to wait till you can see the dingling or not. On right. The sonogram. right. So it was like 20, 24 weeks, I think. So uh, it's I, a long. Why, why, do we, why, do we, why do we do that with pregnancies? Like, why do we do 24? How long is 24 weeks? Just tell me. Like, is that in months? Like, is that, that's 24 well, weeks? Six is, months. Exactly. That's just when you can start don't seeing tell stuff. Me, don't tell like, me. Okay, six I, months. I, coming from a guy six months that, in. that has never had kids, mm-hmm. I got six nieces and nephews, three nieces, three nephews. Dude, I don't know about months. You could tell me you're uh, 233 months pregnant. I'd be like, okay, well, that's all. Are you in this third trimester? I don't know. Let's not talk about months. I mean, talk about weeks. Don't tell me about weeks. I'm 233 weeks pregnant. What does that mean? Okay, six months. I don't know. Okay, six months. Six months. Okay. Most of them go nine months. So six months. Most of it. I do understand that. Talk to me on a month-to-month basis. Talk to me like I'm three. Okay? Years old. (laughs) Okay. Tyson. Okay. (laughs) At, At six months. Okay. So you can find out who, what, what the babies are, like what what. The yeah, and when you look in when you look in the sonogram, then you right. can you can tell. You can usually tell. You can tell if right. if there's a tallywhacker or not. There's two there's two babies. Yeah, now, and two different. What did you call it? Uh, amniotic sacs. Yeah, is that what you said? Just gestational gestational sacs. Yeah, right. but you still don't know that one's a boy and one's a girl. Right. When did you find out that one is a boy and one's a girl? At the six month sonogram. Okay. So, so the the tell the me about that person doing the sonogram. She's like, "Do you do y'all know what they are yet?" And we're like, "No, we're we're waiting or whatever." And and uh, she goes, "Well, I think you're having a boy and a girl." And we're like, "Oh, we, she said that." Oh yeah, she bat. just busted out. We we're like, "Okay, what, did you well, whoop her ass at the time?" We're like, "Hey, don't." Say yeah, we were kind of like, and she goes, and kind of looked at us, and we go, "We said we didn't know." And right. she goes, well, I'm not positive, but I, oh, and we're like, so kind of, we didn't have, we didn't get to do like the re- reveal and right. really well, know. That, I think those are overrated, but yeah, we kind of, we, 
That's how we found out. But so you're having a boy and a girl. There's like sweet. Okay, I got I got the boy out of the deal. Did you immediately call Chris Richberger and go, "Hey, man, having a boy and a girl, yeah, uh, just like you did, right?" And they were born two months to the day apart. That is amazing. His kids are September 13th, and mine were born November 13th. Oh man, that's so amazing. So it's great now. I mean, our girls are on the same soccer team. You have Campbell and you have Collins, right? Uh um, No, no, no. I'm sorry. No, you're right. Yeah, Campbell Collins are the twins. Yeah, a boy and a girl. What's that been like? They have a. I, I, I mean, there's to me like I look at my life right now. I'm single, never been married, don't have any kids. I can't even imagine what a one child would do to my like how it would disrupt everything. And I don't mean disrupt in a bad way. I just mean disrupt your whole life. Yeah. But the fact that you have two. At one time, and one's a boy and one's a girl. Just, just right out of the shoe. Damn, dude. How do, how do you handle that? Well, and, and I think that's what was was good about having them first. Yeah. It's because we didn't know any better. We didn't know any different. It was right. like. Well, that's true. We're not outnumbered. So yeah. every three hours when they have to eat, you got one and I got the other <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. the only thing that was. And I didn't really realize, you know, how difficult it was until we had the third one who was by herself. Yeah. And Charlotte, by the way. Yeah. A little Char Char. And I, she's the cutest though. I didn't so get up the pictures. You see, she's so cute. I didn't get up ever. <laughs> you didn't get up. Ever, like all, like hey, with man. the twins, like, like I would actually like hear them cry and like get up. Uh-huh. Charlotte. Uh, <laughs> the next morning, Courtney would be like, she was up every two hours. I'm like, was she really? Bless you, Courtney. I'm so sorry. Was she? <laughs> so sorry, I didn't even Courtney. hear her. <laughs> That's so funny yeah. though. Damn, dude. I mean, how is it like, I don't know. I, I'm just trying to picture myself like having, one, having twins. Two, having one that's a girl and a boy. I mean, even when they're newborns, do you just do blue and pink? How, how, how does that go? Pretty much. I mean. Yeah. I mean, you stick a bow on the girl. So you can, because I mean, I mean but both of them are but, but, bald, I mean, really. I'm talking like, like just decorating the, the nursery and all that stuff. Like, did you just... Like, hey, man. We kind of we kind of did like a a, a gray, so a like gray. you know, <laughs> had two cribs in there, and you know, it was like we're just gonna do one thing. We're not gonna overdo this. But oh, you know what? What's awesome. amazing is how many people when you're and you ha- you have a blue onesie and a pink onesie, and 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 the girls got a bow on, right? And you're going in with a double stroller, just it, you know, united. Yeah, and how many people will come up to you and say, oh, twins? And you're like, yeah. yeah. And they go, are they identical? Oh, my God. And you go, no. Uh, no. And, and you say, they they say well. They can't be identical if one's a boy and one's a girl. Right. Right. And, and you go, well, no. One, one's a boy and one's a girl. And they go, right, but are they identical? But did you say uh, fraternal? And then you just quote kindergarten cop and go, one has a penis, one, one has, has a, a vagina. vagina. <laughs> you know? And it, it, it's amazing how they just don't. Don't man. grasp that. That is, dude, that's amazing, man. I just, and I love that. And then, uh, what, like a couple years later, maybe not, you are pregnant again. Did you, with, and you had a baby girl named Charlotte, mm-hmm. which I think is a beautiful name. Uh, though, when I think of Charlotte, I think of Charlotte McDonald. That's what I think of, who was, you know, her husband, 
um, who died recently, Coach McDonald, mm-hmm. one, of the greatest, one of the greatest high school football coaches of all time. That's one of the things when you're yeah. when you're thinking about a kid's name, like yeah. you start thinking about people you know. Yeah, and Absolutely. so every Charlotte that I've ever known in my entire life was just like the sweetest person ever, dude. Exactly. And so I was like, dude, I that's some money. That's why. <laughs> My sister, whatever, she was like trying to think of names for their kids. She's like, I could never talk to mom about it because mom has taught uh, 38 million kids. And if I said, hey, I'm thinking about Roger for the boy. And she would go, oh, my God. Well, I did one kid in my class named Roger, and he was terrible. Yeah. She probably had 20 other Rogers that was awesome, you know, or whatever. Yeah, but the one's going to stand out. The one is going to, yeah. So you can't, you're right. So you always... Recollect, like, because you tell me Charlotte. I'm like, well, Charlotte McDonald, dude. Now, Charlotte McDonald could be a strict teacher. But yeah. Dude, she's badass. But right. I know that's not how you named her. But, but I'm saying, like, you think I just like the I name. I don't know anybody. Yeah. I don't know anybody in Charlotte I don't like. Right. And we had with the. Exactly. There's a lady that, and she's related to Aaron Wampler, but Charlotte Beckton, she was, uh, she worked up at Tech Baseball. And just mm-hmm. the sweetest lady ever, you know? And so I was just like, dude. Dude. I can't, I can't. Think of anyone that, that better name. than that. Yeah. So it's awesome. But it's, it's a lot harder than just naming your dog. I mean, coming up with a kid's name. Yeah. Dude, you that know. is crazy. Okay. Damn. If you That's have another tough. kid, are you going to have another one? No, I already fixed that. Oh, you did? Yeah. Did I did. Yourself? No. It was. Okay. Well, no, no, Dr. Britton. <laughs> but I mean, no, but I mean, that <laughs> you fixed that. It's on your end. I didn't. Use a scalpel myself. No, yeah, but what I'm saying, you hear yes, what I'm saying. Yes, it was me. Yes, I had, I had a vasectomy. Okay. Damn. Okay, dude, I didn't know this. Oh yeah. Oh my god, that's a whole other episode. D- did that shit hurt? Because my brother told me it hurt. Like he was like, dude, it hurt. Well, I mean, I don't know how long you want this episode to go, but I did. I, it can go. I don't give a damn how long any episode goes. Okay. Well, so like, my well, I'll back up a little bit. In the balls for like five days. I'll I'll back up a little bit and kind of tell you why it happened so quick. Okay. Is, so at Charlotte's birth, um, she was she was about I think she was full term, and she so we actually share the same birthday. You and Charlotte, yeah. Charlotte and I have the same birthday, and so it was supposed to be November, December, right? December fifth. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. And so it was supposed to be you know you know when the birth of your kid, you're thinking this is going to be the the greatest, most exciting special moment ever you're just getting ready you know you want to cut the umbilical cord you think of all these things that you always see right no i don't want to do any of that well that's 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 the exciting thing and and you get to hold it it's all sweet okay so none of mine worked that way no the twins with the twins the twins were early so they were rushed off to the naiku gotcha because they were like six weeks early yeah uh pretty standard deal but charlotte um so she comes everything's going fine she comes out and they they give her to courtney Courtney holds it for a minute. And she goes, I'm not feeling well. So she hands, hands her off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and they go, dad, do you want to do skin to skin? I was like, well, I mean, if that's what you're supposed to do. Okay. Yeah, of course. And, and then, um, then her blood pressure, Courtney's blood pressure dropped to like 60 over 40. Courtney, your wife. Yeah. Right. And she had just, just given birth. Baby's out. I'm holding the baby. Oh my God. Her blood pressure drops. She turns pale white. And the, the doctors get on the, little call or whatever and, and goes, we need um crash cart stat. Um, and I'd been oh in medical sales, so I'm like, okay, I, that's you know not, what that means. I yeah. know exactly what that means. Exactly. That's not good. What's yeah. going on? Yes. yes. So doctors, nurses, you know, paramedic everybody that's in there starts piling in and they've got the crash cart. And I'm like, 
dude, what, what's going on? Yeah. You know, and her blood pressure is like literally 60 over 40. Yeah. And, Jeez. oh my God. And they're sitting there just, and the, the, uh, OB's like rubbing her toes and stuff. And Courtney's like, eyes are almost in the back of her head. I'm like, dude, this is really not how I drew this. I've up. never heard this at all in my life. What is really? Yeah, like, and, and it took me. It took me a long time to even like talk about it. Yeah. Um, oh God, that's got to be so scary. And so the that's got to uh, be so. Oh, it's terrifying. About a baby, but you're also worried about your wife. Yeah. There's a lot to worry about. Now, I understand that like a woman might be like, "Well, dude, I'm the one laying in the bed." I understand, but as a man. You are worried about a lot of things going yeah, on. Yeah, because you know, time. as a guy, you're at this point in time. That's a lot of shit going on. Yeah, and, and you know, oh, you can't, can't you can't do anything. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. So I you just sit I there. Can't even imagine. And I'm I'm watching, and 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 finally, I told somebody, I was like, "Will someone like take the baby so I can, you know, go stand or like yeah. figure out what's going on?" And so they took the baby. I put my shirt back on because I was like, "This is awkward. I'm just standing here topless, <laughs> you know." Wait a minute, you had your shirt off? Yeah, we were doing Why skin. Why did you have shirt? Oh, skin, skin to skin. skin. Yeah, okay. yeah. And so I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, well, I, I mean, normally the the I'm mom does right it. Now, if, if, if if I was in the delivery room with my future wife, which which I know who it is, and if she was having a baby, I can guarantee to you they would be like, "Dude, put your shirt back on." Yeah. <laughs> I can just tell you right now. Yeah, it's just, even my wife, my but she would be like, "Um, I need you to put your shirt back on." Well, normally the dad doesn't do it, you know. Right. So, but but but, you, but you're muscled up. You're, you don't have a problem with that. It was okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. it was fine. <laughs> but and so this is not a something to be laughing at. Okay, I got and you. then and so then the um, anesthesiologist is in there and just kind of and they're just sitting there like all these doctors. There's a cardiologist, anesthesiologist, OB. They're all sitting there just watching the. The blood pressure monitor. Right. And I still have no clue what's going on. I'm like, but you've handed off Charlotte at this point. Yeah. I handed yeah. her off. She's in the little incubator or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm standing there. And then all of a sudden, her blood pressure starts going up. And then I did, I see. You're talking every, about Courtney. Yeah. This Courtney, is your wife. Courtney's doctor, yeah. Courtney's yeah. Um, blood pressure starts going back up. And every doctor in there just kind of just, just a huge sigh of relief. Oh my gosh. So she kind of comes to and the anesthesiologist goes, okay, well, here's what just happened. Yeah. You, we think you just had an amniotic embolism, which means the amniotic fluid goes into your bloodstream. Yeah. And he goes, normally what happens is you sit up, that amniotic fluid goes through your bloodstream, gets to your heart and you're dead. Oh my gosh. And so I was like, okay, like what? Really, I said, "Are we?" Oh my god! I said, "Are we at? Are we in the clear now? Like, is it is it gone?" They yeah. said, "Yeah, it's it's past." I said, "But you're very lucky to be alive." And we're like, "Well, good grief!" I mean, my word, dude. Yeah, no, it was it was probably the most definitely the most stressful birthday dude. I've ever had. I mean, dude, come on, man. There was yeah, probably two or right. three. I would be like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna." We're gonna we're, we're not having any more kids because that's a way too stressful. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, and I was like, I go, dude, these births suck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I go, I'm that's sure not, they suck for you, yeah. but they really they suck, suck for me. For, yeah, exactly. It sucks for me. There, too. there was know, two or three nurses that came in there and said, "Look, I've been, I've been doing this for a while. doing this for forty yeah. years, and I've seen four amniotic embolisms. You're the first one that survived it." Oh my god, dude, that's yeah. crazy, man. That was wild. I can't even. There's no way I could put myself in like your shoes and to know, but dude, that's yeah, that's that was, scary. That was tough. Yeah. So did the uh, 
vasectomy hurt? So a month later, <laughs> I'm just, I mean, seriously, a yeah, month I later, know, I really do want to know. I mean, I got it snipped a month later. I called yeah. Britain and I was like, yeah, Dr. Britain, which we love. Yeah. Everybody all, we We've all. gone to school with this kid. So I've known him yeah. forever. So I yeah. get in there. So here, here's, here's the, and I'll, I'll lay it out. Like this is, this is how it goes. You go into the, the urologist office after you, uh, um, make the appointment. So yeah. you walk into the front desk and you're like, Hey, I'm, uh, I'm here. This for- is like in their regular clinic. Yeah. Okay. And you're, and you just kind of like whisper over. You're like, Hey, I'm here for my vasectomy yeah. consultation. <laughs> and they hand you and they're like, okay. And they hand you this. Not a problem with them. Like, we no. see it every day. They're like, they hand you this bright ass fluorescent yellow bag <laughs> with, you know, I don't know, milk does it. I don't know what was yeah, in it. It was like information. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh, and then, and then I turn around to go like, and they're like, just go have a seat and we'll call you back in a minute. So mm-hmm. I turn around and there's like 30 poor bastards in there with the same yellow bag. Oh God. And oh, so wow. we're just like all sitting there, you know, just, it's all happening. Boys. Yeah. It was like, this is, this is it. All right. This is it. So I go, I finally get called back and, and I've known Dr. Britton forever. And, yeah. and I thought, I was like, well, maybe if I, you know, of course he's the best. I got to go to him, but I've known him for so long. Like, yeah. I don't know how this is going to go. Yep. So I get in there and he comes in and he's like, Hey Nick, how, you know, how's everybody? How's Courtney? How are your folks? Yeah. Like, you know, great sermon on Sunday, you know, cause we go to church together, like yeah. everything. <laughs> he's like, all right, drop your pants. And you're like, I was like, well, I go, I'm it not, can't be this. Like you're just like in a medical office. Or like, oh yeah. Like, he like closes the door. Regular, yeah. Like, he says, all right, drop your office. And drop you drop pants. your pants. My brother was out for like three days. No, this is like consultation. He's like, drop your pants. I was like, I'm not ready. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, God damn. Okay. So drop my pants and he's sitting there and he just, yeah, I mean, got to do his doctor stuff. I mean, it's nothing right. to him. Right. But well, for course. you, you're yeah, just yeah. like, yeah. they're in your throat. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, he looks up, he's got a handful of balls in his, and he goes, hey, the last time we did this was for eighth grade football. Oh my God. When he gave you your physical. And I was oh just like, my God. I, uh, I like, stop, stop yeah. right now. Yeah. I was like, anything wait, else? So you got to, wait, so I'm really confused. Cause like my brother was like put down for like a day, man. Like I got, like, they shot him with like a gun. Oh, dude! I, I mean, I go back but in you and like, walked in and walked out. No, this was the consultation. Oh, okay. I'm talking yeah. about the actual procedure. Oh, I'll so, get there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Then, then oh, you go in for the I'm actual so procedure, and Courtney goes with me. Yeah. I was like, "Dude, you got to go with me." And and I said, "I, I don't think I, I can't drive out." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Well, do you want me in the room like when they do it?" I was like, "Yeah, absolutely." Yeah. I said because it's going to be a girl nurse, and I and I'm going to be so nervous. Like I want them to see that I have a hot wife. Yeah. Right. Thank, dude. That's amazing. I was like, I, you have That's to be something there. I would think about. Yeah, like, I want exactly. you to, I want, I want you to see everything, yes. so that they can see, like, right. this dude's a stud. Yes, he may not look like it right now, but he's a stud. He's a stud, absolutely. And so, they put you in the stirrups of like we're the same stirrups that the chicks give birth in, and you're awake the whole time. Like you're in these stirrups, and you're just like, this is, I've never been so exposed in my entire life. Oh, and chick comes in. Chick comes in and starts like scrubbing you up, cleaning you up, all this stuff. And, yep. and you're obviously awake having a conversation with her. Yeah. And you're just like trying to think like, I wonder what's going through her head right, right. now. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And I'm just like, mercy sakes. And so she finishes and here comes Carl. 
Dr. Britton. Dr. Britton. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, he just, he goes, you, you let me know when you're ready. Cause they got to give you a shot in, in, yeah. in the sack to numb it. Oh my God. Because See, this is what, oh God, oh my. Oh, I'll tell you that. They give me a shot in the sack. A hundred percent. Two of them. Two of them in each side. Oh no. No. Yes. Nick, no. Yes, dude. They give you the first shot. I'm going to be honest because okay. because there's I'm, so much just un just not enough information about the vasectomies out not. there. People don't know because I didn't know. My brother told me he, he couldn't be uh, contacted for three days. That's what he said. He's like, dude, don't don't even call me. Yeah, yeah. So, so what happens? I mean, they ha- I, he didn't tell me all this bullshit. They hammer you with the first shot, and you're just like, <laughs> and you just kind of go, uh. oh, yeah, no, and just Courtney over there just giggling. <laughs> And I'm and I'm just staring at the ceiling. She's like, "If you only knew how much pain it was yeah. to uh, have a baby." Yeah, and I'm like, "Dude, you've never been kicked in the nuts or gotten a needle straight to the sack." And, and Britain, Doctor Britton goes, "Nick, I've literally I've known you for a long time." I said, "I've never seen you this serious." I'm like, "Dude, you have needles by my balls. Like, don't talk to me. Just, just get it done. Let's get it all." I said, "I said they're." In my throat right now. Yeah. Like, I can't relax. There's no doubt about it. And so, so no he gives me the first one. And then he goes, all right, here's the money shot. And I'm like, what? And he goes, pow. I'm like, oh. And so, and then at that, and then it's instant numb. I'm like, okay, all right, that's fine. Well, then I kind of, I'm, I'm just staring at the scene. I look down and he's like showing Courtney. He's like, okay, well, this is the mass difference or whatever so, it is. Oh my God. So you can't feel anything, but they're looking I at I can't it. feel that, a that, thing. I can't see anything. Shit. And he's showing her. Nope. Nope. It wouldn't have shocked me if he would have handed over the scalpel and scalpel and let her do it. <laughs> He's like, "Look, this is what I'm doing here. This is this is where the sperm comes from. Oh you my know? god, the whole deal." Oh and I'm just god. like, "You're enjoying this way too much." Yeah, yeah. Well, then they have to go to the other side and do the same thing. Yeah. So I do that. They do one side for one uh, testicle and the other side for another testicle. Yeah, they give you, you get four total shots. Dude, I have not heard. Ah, dude, damn, Jay didn't tell me enough about this. Oh my god. It's no joke, dude. Hey, and it's and it's and it's one week of like someone sitting there just just thumping your ball sack. Uh, yeah, that's what he said. He's like, dude, it feels like for the next three or four days or whatever he said. He's like, it's just somebody's just constantly kicking you in the nuts. Yeah, for it's it's one week. Got it done on a Friday. The next Friday, I, there's nothing. But I had a I had a we had a t ball game the next day, Saturday, and yeah. I showed up like wobbled in and like. <laughs> I sat on a sat on a bucket the whole time and Clay Lyons, you know, and Richburg just yeah. giving me hell. But Courtney had this she had this like vasectomy bag of like goodies where she had like Swedish fish was and she gold bag that they handed you at the beginning? No, this is this is okay. she made her own. Oh she, she goes and has this she has like sax underwear, sax pants, <laughs> Swedish fish, and writes like a note like no more swimming fish or something. Milk duds and oh. had a note that said like shooting duds. Oh. It was like I was like you are ruthless. Yeah, it was a gift. It was a freaking vasectomy gift basket. <laughs> this is the worst thing ever. It's so fucking funny, dude. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm laughing. <laughs> it was awful. It, it sounds awful. It was awful. It sounds terrible. And when my brother told me that, I was like, dude, it's not, but you've confirmed it. It sounds terrible. <laughs> and, and, I'm not trying to t- 
talk anybody out of doing that, but because it's it is important to do for some for for a lot of dudes. One hundred percent, it's important. But man, I mean, you, <laughs> and and I think it's such a short because it's one week, right? Like it hurts yeah, for one it, week, and yeah. so most people after a long time they just they're like, oh, it wasn't that bad, yeah, because they don't. Of course, yeah. you know, if just yeah. one week is not a big deal. Oh my god! But man. I'll tell you straight you know up, like it sucks. It sucks, yeah. I'm so man. You know what? I think it. I think my mom would have told uh, Jerry like after two kids, like, you're getting it done. I think my dad said no. And thank God because I'm here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, that is. Oh my gosh, that's amazing, dude. I, I did not know that this story was going to be told, and I'm so glad it was told. Man, Nick Hanslick. Just kind of went there, didn't Nick it? Nick Hanslick, everybody. Just being honest. Dude, I just want to say thank you so much for being on the show. That was a great time, dude. Yeah, dude. Is it, I mean, man. it's. I, honestly, I haven't laughed this much through the, through a, throughout the whole show in a long time, dude. When Hard Sugar was said, was my nephew true, that, I laughed really, really hard about that. But I don't think I've laughed this many times. To a whole show, man, in a long time. And you know what? I wouldn't expect anything less because it's Nick Hanslick. Yeah, that's about how it should have gone, didn't it? <laughs> hey, man. Killers, baby. Killers with a plan. Killers with a plan, son. I'm going to tell you this right now. Thank you. I appreciate you coming on the show. One, on last minute's notice, which you did. And two, coming up and bringing it. You brought it right here on the show. You just brought it, and I loved it. So thank you, man. And I just, dude, it means more than you know. Thank you, sir. Dude, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Well, as you know, I end all my podcasts with one simple word, and it's the word I ended all my phone calls with in the 90s, and that word is... Say it with me. Oh, well, that's your, that's your, that's your. I thought you were going to say it with me. That's your line. Peace. Peace. There it is. All right. <laughs> I didn't want to take it away from you, buddy. Oh, man, that's Nick Hanson.